Blog Talk Radio. Everything, everything, it's my only sweet dream. Everything I hear is my instinct, and it's feeling high, and it's feeling fast. I never hear that I didn't hear no passing. Never seen the season in my whole life. Never seen the season. Everything is fast, and it's in the side, and it's in the side, and it's in the season. Everything I see, no red, no everything I take Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka Everything in shaka, everything in faka Everything in shaka, everything in faka
Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Louis. Feeling good, Louis. Live and direct in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining Coach K Radio. Once again, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. We're talking about Bitcoin basics, baby. Mm. You're talking about feeling good. A lot of y'all haven't seen trading places. I want everyone who's ever even considered what is Bitcoin, you must go back and watch Trading Places. Why? Because at the very end of the movie, there's this scene with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, and Eddie's on the beach, and Dan is on the yacht, and they're toasting each other, and Dan Aykroyd says, Looking good, Billy Ray! Feeling good, Lewis! And this is all about how they were prepared for what came, and it made them rich. When they were prepared for what came, it made them rich. And I mean, I don't know what island they were on, but I want to be on the island talking to my homeboys, and that doesn't matter if I'm on a yacht and they're on the beach or vice versa. This is how I want to sound. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. And so tonight, that's well, every night that you come on Bitcoin Basics, that's going to be the flavor, man. How do we end up in that particular attitude, in that particular situation? And you're not going to end up there by accident. You're going to have to end up there by some type of strategy. So tonight, that's what we're going to be doing is going over Bitcoin Basics, baby. What is the strategy to making millions with cryptocurrency and Bitcoins? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, man. It is... Marvelous, marvelous, marvelous to have y'all on the show tonight. The call-in number is 917-889-3803, and we're about to get it on and popping, players. Yes, 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 yes. So um, the last, let me set this up the right way because I got a lot of things to cover for y'all. Um, October 29th, I just get real honest. That was my first real, like, I want to get started in Bitcoin. Let me put some money on it. Bitcoin was at $6,000, $6,019, and I put in $100 on Coinbase. Now, I know a lot of y'all is pissed off at Coinbase right now, but don't worry. <laughs> well, I can't promise things to get better, but they're just trying to protect their neck. So just keep on trying, all right? So um, I decided, you know, after about a month, just things started happening, like what I call the grace of the creator. I started seeing Anari Singbay over on um, on my man Will's channel talking about his strategy and started to learning about the OWO coin. I started learning about altcoins, and then I saw my money going up a little bit, and I was like, what's going on with this? And, you know, I'm a professional astrologer. It was a full moon in Taurus, and I'm a Taurus, so I was like, yo, what's going on, Bitcoin? And it started going down, then it started going up, 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 and I started seeing all these synchronicities, and I was like, yo, I got to, this seems like this might be it. And I guess like my guest is going to come in tonight, I stumbled upon it, and I've been uh, pretty successful 
every sense. So um, I decided to make a group on Facebook called Bitcoin Basics because I stuck to the basics. First thing I did was watch uh, the rise and rise of Bitcoin. But I didn't even realize, no, no, let me back up. Now, I'm going to tell the part of that story when I get my guest on the line because I haven't told him that yet. I watched Bitcoin base. I mean, I watched the rise and rise of Bitcoin, and I saw, like, the whole story, Mt. Gox, that whole documentary, the supposed crash, where it was at, people going to jail, people not going to jail, people getting selling companies for millions and millions of dollars. And every time I got to a person's name, I paused it and did the research. So if you're in our Bitcoin Basics group, learn about the money on Facebook, make sure you look at the pinned post and um, watch the rise and rise of Bitcoin, man. It will super help you. And then my cousin called me and was like, yo, you saw Dope, right? And I was like, man, that's my favorite movie. He was like, well, then why you ain't got no Bitcoin? And I was like, wait, the movie Dope was all about Bitcoin. And even in that, he came and had a strategy. So I was like, yo, let me get on this bad boy. So I got other st stories to tell. But anyway, it led up to we started the group, put 20 people in the group because they kept asking me the same questions. And I was like, well, these are some of my people who I consider experts. You can look at all the admins that we have. And then – um, I said, Joe, you can invite whoever you want who you might think that this group will be helpful and beneficial. And the group has almost a thousand people in it today. And I was like, whoa, where did y'all come from? <laughs> so I was like, yo, we're going to have to expand now some more. So I started doing, um, I came back on the radio. I knew it was going to be time for me to get back on the radio. So if you go back two weeks, three weeks, our first show was Bitcoin. What's up with this digital money? Um, I guess just explaining some of the basics, which we will always do, because I believe if you have a strong fundamental, you will super succeed in the advanced lessons. Then it was like right before Christmas, and so we did, the next show was, should I buy Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, or Christmas presents? Because last Christmas, if you'd have bought Bitcoin, whoever you bought a Bitcoin for right now would be your eternal friend. You wouldn't have no beef for the rest of your life because of what that what that rise in currency was. And then last week was what is the bits Bitcoin mindset? Because as I was noticing, I was looking at the type of people who had Bitcoin and what their mindset was and the type of people who didn't have Bitcoin and what their mindset was. And I was like, yo, blockchain technology and Bitcoin is telling on folks. Like, <laughs> you jokers is not really uh, – this is, like, very transparent. And I saw that Bitcoin investors and cryptocurrency investors were very forward-thinking, and all the people who were very – who were, like, on the hater side were very small-minded and, and lacked vision, and they loved to argue with data. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. So tonight um, the show is all about strategies. What's the strategy? Um, and I had to go – you know, I know y'all used to Michael Phoenix being on, Marie Antoinette. Marie, if you on, press one. You know I'm bringing you in the building. Michael, if you on, press one. I'm bringing you in the building. Andre, if you on, bring, um, press one. Bring yourself in the building. I don't know if Rob's going to be able to be on, but uh, she's feeling a little down tonight, so she's listening. Big man, shouts out to her. Sending mad love, prayers, miracle prayer, and all that out to her um, as she's listening to, into the show. But, um I saw a brother doing a video a couple of weeks ago, and 
I was like, yo, who is this dude? As a matter of fact, my man Bill Juan shared it with me, the Bitmeister. And I was like, the Bitmeister? What is that? I thought Meister was German or like for a beer or something. What's going on with that? And so then um, uh, I started watching his videos, and I was like, yo, he's speaking my language. He's like breaking it down from high level to eye level, and he's giving me these short videos telling me exactly what I need to be doing, and I can understand. And I went back to Michael Phoenix and was like, have you ever heard of the Bitmeister? He was like, the Bitmeister? So I started sending him videos, and then I just started tracking him, and I was like, yo, you got to be in my network. Like That's what I said to the universe. I was like, I need this brother in the network. And then I went to his website, which all of you should do right now, even before he comes on. The Bitmeister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com, TheBitmeister.com. Y'all going to hear me say that a lot tonight. We're going to be doing mad drops. Might as well say he sponsored the show tonight and sign up for his course. If you win Bitcoin Basics, we should flood his inbox tonight on his website. I mean, like all 900 of us should be signing up, and then we should also be on his page on Facebook, the Bitmeister. So I went over on this page, I signed up. Even though I thought I knew some stuff, which I'm always learning, I went through his free course. Yes, I did say free. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I saw a part where he said, yo, I took $2,800 and went to six figures in 10 and a half months. And I was like, whoa, okay, slow down for a second. You did what? You took $2,800 and went to six figures in 10 and a half months. Now, I had heard, you know, all these statistics. If you would have bought a Bitcoin for this amount of money, and if you would have done this, you would have done that. You'd have this much money now. However, I didn't see no, you know, I didn't know anyone who had done it. Now, I do know Andrew got in on an ICO at like 70 cents, and then it came out at $10. So I know he's sitting on a little little rent money over there. I'm going to ask him for some money. But, um, I was like, yo, I got I knew I had to get in contact with him then. And so start sending him messages. And finally today, I got him on the phone, and I was like, bro, I need one of them strategy sessions because he said something really, really powerful yesterday in his video, which we're going to talk about today. And when I got him on the phone, he was my A1 from day one. And so let me explain with you all what an A1 from day one is before I bring his brother on. It's like when you – first talk to somebody, the first day you talk to them, and the conversation is A1. Not somebody you've been knowing all your life, but you just click and you just know that this is an A1 conversation, an A1 person from day one. And I was like, I was like, hell no, you ain't getting rid of me. And then he even said KRS was the GOAT. And I was supposed to have a KRS song on here just for him. But I bet you if he come back next week or whenever he come back, I will throw my philosophy on 16 times just to show you, you know what I'm saying, my love for my new A1 day A1 from day one. Um, y'all going to be asking a lot of questions. So all you got to do is press 1 to get in the queue to ask a question. Uh, Michael Phoenix, where you at? Karima, I need you on the line. Press 1 wherever you are. Uh, all of my regular panelists, y'all need to press 1 so I can bring y'all up because I want all of us to just be, we got to greet the Bitmeister and be like, bruh, welcome to the team. We've been waiting on you. I got the phone with him. I was beyond words. I had to call Michael Phoenix and was like, yo, you can't believe what just happened. I just said, oh, my God, like 20 times. I had to go for a walk. 
had to do a video. I was just like, yo, Bitmeister just blew my mind. I said, yo, this dude's the Malachi York of cryptocurrency. It was just bananas. So without further ado, y'all need to get up on y'all feet. Put y'all hands together for the bombs that's about to be dropped. For my man, the one and only Bitmeister. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, Bitmeister? How you feeling, Lord? Welcome to the family. Hello? Mic check one two one two for the bitmeister. Oh yes, sir. We got you. Yeah, we got you right now. Okay. Loud and clear. I was saying I, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. As as a matter of fact, I was asking how you're feeling. Oh man, I'm doing wonderful, brother. Wonderful. Thank you for um, taking time out of your uh, busy schedule of trying to bring wealth to the world <laughs> on a day in and day no out problem, basis man. to join us on the show tonight. Man, it's not a problem whatsoever. I love this stuff, so it's uh, it's not like work to me. That's what's up. Oh man, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I told you to have some pencil and pens every time you come on the show. What am I always talking about? In abundance, find something that you love to do, so it's not like work. Find something so you love that you love to do that you're natural at that is not like work. And what's the first thing come out the brother's mouth? He said, "Man, this ain't work." He over here to have a good time, so um, we're going to get straight to it, man. Bitmeister, I don't even know what kind of introductions you do for yourself. I did my best, but can you please introduce yourself to my audience, probably as if you – my audience is very intelligent now, but can you introduce yourself to my audience uh, like you were talking to a group of fifth graders? Well, sure. My name is Errol Henry. I – I have been a technologist for most of my life. I've worked in the IT realm for about uh, 20-odd years. My current uh, title is uh, Director of IT Operations for a technology company based out of Dallas, Texas. I do uh, investing in, in cryptocurrency, and it's kind of like a, a, a passion for, for myself. And I, I saw some results for myself, and I took it upon myself to kind of uh, put that information out there, and a lot of people resonated with what I had to say, asked a lot of questions, and that led to me uh, creating the Bitmeister, and, and, a, and a movement was kind of made from that. So a little quick intro. Word up, word up, word up. So <laughs> as we've had some other former guests on here, and um, – they kind of like was like, yo, we're the black nerds. So would you consider your part also? Would you consider yourself a member of like the black nerds group? Because we don't hear a lot of black people I, doing IT and all this other stuff and studying blockchain. So would you consider yourself like a black nerd? I'm quite proficient in my nerdery. All right, that's an honor to me. So <laughs> that's what I do. Hold on. Drop a bomb on them for all those black nerds. See, I told y'all when I was little, I was going to get us back together. And this ain't nothing but uh, the Blues Brothers all over again. But we're going to start. The B in Blues is for Bitcoin. So this is the Bitcoin Brothers. We're getting it back together. The Bitcoin Brothers. And, uh, we bring, yeah, the Bitcoin Brothers. I don't know whether you play drums. I think you might play drums. After the night, 
we're going to interview the audience and we're going to ask my my audience you know what instrument they think you play but uh definitely you've been hitting the trumpet i've seen that i definitely seen you on the drums i don't know what your saxophone skills are but you know however whatever you need to pick up if you need to pick up the harmonica and hit a stevie wonder or ray charles tonight you can hit that too so i'll, I'll um, do something so. i'm gonna go ahead and hit you with that first question man um Whew. A lot of people, I, I'm going to start basic and then move up. So a lot of people think that um, Bitcoin is something you sign up for. You wouldn't imagine how many people call me and say, yo, I want to get into this Bitcoin thing, man. How do I sign up for it? So I'm going to ask you, Bitmeister, is Bitcoin something you can sign up for? Like, how do you what get started? I will say is, okay, so I, I get bombarded with, Asinine things like that as well all the time, you know, how do I sign up for it or, or whatnot? It, it is not something that you really sign up for. It is a, uh, Bitcoin is in the simplest terms, just like digital currency. Right. And a, and a concept, the closest concept that I could think that an average person could relate to is kind of like your PayPal, right. Or something like that. It's like a digital wallet that you have, and your currency resides within that digital wallet, and it tells you how much you have at any moment in time, which and uh, and it's, and basically that's what it is. It gets a lot more complex in regard to the technologies that it leverages, but for the average individual, they they probably just need to know it's a digital currency, a, a store of value. Mm, so it's not something you, you sign you, up for; you. it's an entity. Yeah, so it's not something you sign up for; it's an entity that exists. That, that you're leveraging, right? It's it's uh, deflationary currency. It's a little that's a little nerdery for you. Look that up, but it's just something that exists that you're leveraging. It's just a digital form of money. Okay. So earlier today, I posted a picture of an AT, a Bitcoin ATM in my hood. You know, I'm over here in, like in the SWATs in Atlanta, like Outcast territory off Camelton Road. And when you say Camelton Road, you mean Camelton Road is like Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. You know, they, you know, every town you go to that's the black side of town, Martin Luther King yeah, Jr. Yeah. So Cam Camelton Road is like Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. You know, if if you were a hip hop head, um that Goody Mob album, they said JJ's Rib Shack was packed. JJ's Rib Shack mm -hmm. is on Camelton Road. All right. So yeah. as a matter of fact, it's on it's on Camelton and Delow. So I was on a – we got a Bitcoin machine in historic outcast Atlanta. So I go to the store today. I take a selfie with the machine, and I say, hey, if you think it's a bubble, this ATM is in the hood. And one of my homies hit me on Facebook and said, I need to go to the machine and get me some Bitcoin. Now, I think he was assuming that it's a tangible thing he can hold in his hand, like he's going to put money in and they're going to give him a coin or something. Is that how that works? Explain. Uh, what would what what would you say to a person that says, I want to go to a Bitcoin ATM machine and get started with some Bitcoins? I would tell them to save their money and their gas and download an app, an app on their phone or something like that. But I, I guess that's the whole reason why – a Bitcoin ATM would exist is because there are people who think in tangible terms, right? And so they need uh, something to put their hands on or to go through a process of getting something. 
in the old-fashioned method without going through cyberspace or through their website or their phone to do that. So there's some old-school people, and it serves that purpose for them. But when they get there, they'll be surprised that they're leaving with a piece of paper if they're lucky. But uh, really, it's going into a wallet on their phone. And uh, and it's and they just really drove for no reason at all, and they can just do that from the comfort of their home off, off of an application. But like I said, it serves its purpose, and there's people who need to. And there's a lot of people who cannot uh, purchase things online or choose not to for whatever reasons. And so, to you know, maintain their anonymity, they go to a, 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 a ATM machine and they purchase it from there, and nobody knows that they have this asset, right? Right. So, so that it serves a purpose. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I looked at the fees. My man went over there the other day, bought a hundred dollars in Litecoin. They charged him twenty four dollars. Uh, does the Bitmeister shop at Bitcoin ATMs? I've never been to one. I know that's not true. I went to one before, and it had a forty percent fee, and Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, it was over a thousand dollars at the time. And so that wasn't feasible, but uh, obviously uh, I'm a little bit more savvy nowadays, and I would just do it from application on my phone more so than go to ATM and pay these astronomical fees. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, tonight we're having a strictly strategy conversation. We're working up the ladder. Um, Coinbase, what is your opinion or strategic assessment of using Coinbase to get in get in the cryptocurrency game not to like be all the way in it but like for entry level because to me coinbase is like getting that low-hanging fruit their ui is so easy and so basic and people you know come on they're like yo i'm trading right now and i was like well what coins you got they was like i got bitcoin cash I got Ethereum, I got Litecoin, I got Bitcoin. I said, well, what exchange are you on? And they say, I'm on Coinbase. And I was like, oh, okay. You not really, <laughs> you not really trading, but you feel like you are. So help me a little bit, Bitmeister, right here about what you think about Coinbase, like overall and what they're doing right now. Because you said some profound-ish about Coinbase uh, about two or three days ago. So give me your take on Coinbase right now. There's a whole bunch of things going on with Coinbase. So first of all, I think that as an entry-level exchange, they serve a purpose. And I think that you hit it on the head when you said uh, the interface is very easy. So they have a very intuitive interface, very easy, very basic. When They only used to carry Bitcoin. It then expanded and got Ethereum and then Litecoin later on. And so every time they've added a coin, the coin has gone through the roof on the car, on the market cap and whatnot. So it has a massive influence. I think it serves between 15 or 14 and 18 or 20 million users, right? And they're getting something like 100,000 users a week or some insane number or some something that is impossible to keep up with. And so because they're, they are so big and they serve a, a basic need, they, uh, it's almost impossible for them to keep up with the infrastructure in regard to the servers to house all these sessions. And so when things get hot in the market, it is impossible for the infrastructure that they have to actually keep up. 
So that is one of the reasons as to why they constantly go offline during these runs that you see. You want to buy, oh, I need to get in, or when you see something correcting and retracing, and you're, I want to get in. You can't even get in on Coinbase because they're locked or offline. And the other reason that they're offline is because they do fractional banking. They don't actually have all the Bitcoin that the 14 million users require, right? Their, their exchange that they're backed by is GDAX, GDAX, and they, they do fractional banking like any other bank. They don't have all of that stuff on hand, and sometimes they got to save their own butt. They want to remain in business, so I think that's another reason as to why they do That's pure assumption, but it kind of makes sense, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, – and so what they're doing is a lot of this time, like, for instance, I don't know what – they added a Bitcoin cash lately and everybody was anticipating it going through the roof. And then suddenly four minutes after they added it, everything was froze and then frozen. And then they put out some messages in regard to insider trading and then that fizzled away and it just reeked of collusion, you know? And uh, even if they, they had to anticipate that there was going to be a massive uh, run for that coin that coin has some political background in regard to the core developers and the Bitcoin cash. And the only reason Bitcoin cash was really added was because of that fork. And then they weren't even going to honor the coin until lawsuits came about. So they were forced to kind of put it on the exchange. And so it's almost as though they don't really want it on the exchange, but it's there. It actually retains good value. It has a lot of the market cap. So um, Coinbase serves a purpose. If, that is the only investing that you're doing. You're doing very safe investing because those are the most prevalent coins in the in the crypto ecosystem. However, if you really want to make a come up at the stage of the game in regard to where the cryptocurrency is currently, like right now, you're probably going to want to branch out onto some other exchanges because not every coin is available on every exchange, as we just discussed, right? Like Coinbase doesn't have everything. There are other exchanges out there that have a plethora of coins, but not every coin is on, on every exchange. Like you can't find 88 coin, which is in the top five of market cap or top 10. Now you can't find that on every exchange. You can't find ripple on every exchange. These are huge currencies at this moment in time. So, uh, Coinbase serves a purpose and, and, uh, and there's a lot of weird things happening with Coinbase with this current situation and traffic and whatnot. You know what my videos when I'll be I'll be talking and then in the background you hear Ashley say, Hey, what about this? and correct me. She's doing that silently right, right now, so you gotta forgive me. Throwing me off. Ashley, what up, what up, what up? Play auto drop a bomb for <laughs> Ashley, man. Ashley <laughs> I didn't hear nothing she said, but cousin Ashley, can you please get uh the bitmeister to accept my friend request on his personal page? Because I sent him a request and he's ignoring me, so I'm if I can get Ashley to get on that, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. You can't do that to me, man. I already did accept that. You, you're bugging right now. Okay, okay, okay. You okay. got some latency, some latency. Yeah, I did it. All right, all right. I retract. Cancel, 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 cancel. So, um, so one thing I gotta hold on. I was getting ready to go to the magic word because if I wait and talk about Ripple to the end, I'm gonna get some death threats. But right before I talk about Ripple, we're going to get Ripple out the way early so we can get back to strategy, okay? okay? But you you said fractional banking. Are you trying to tell me that Coinbase, in your suspicion, is doing 
exactly what Wells Fargo does, holding my coin and going out there and doing some arbitrage with it and then getting some more money, even though they already getting paper off my fees when they let my money go hostage. They hold my money hostage and then they let it then they release it. You mean to tell me that there's a super strong chance up under your speculation that they out there doing fractional banking with my Skrilla and our Skrilla? Is that what you're insinuating, my brother? Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I think that there's fractional. If you think about it, can't trust them. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, so if you think about it, there's 16, right now there's about 16.7 million coins mined. Of the 16.7 million coins mined, there's a whole bunch of them that are lost. I estimate up to 3 to 4 million of them, right? That are lost, can never be recovered. That's 12 million. That's incredible scarcity. There's 320, uh, 300 what, 50 million people in America, billions in other countries like India, they're privy to Bitcoin. Africa, they're privy, that con- the whole continent of Africa, they're privy to Bitcoin. Those are billions of people. South America, you know, Venezuela is being propped up by Bitcoin. There's only 20, 12 and a half million Bitcoin. So uh, that is why that scarcity is what's driving the price through the roof and whatnot. And so, therefore, if you think about it logically, if, if they only have four, if they have 14 million people, there's no way that they could possibly have enough for, for the supply or for the demand, right? Mm. You know, there's so, and keep in mind, you don't have to have a whole Bitcoin, but, you know, Bitcoin is fractional itself. It comes down into a hundred, it, it's divided into subunits of Satoshi. So there's a hundred million or eight decimal places of Bitcoin. You can purchase down to $5, 25 cents, 50 cents of Bitcoin if need be. So um, it's, a, it's a fractional currency, but no. So, yeah, I would say that common sense says that it's, it, it has to be fractional, no? Mm, got you, got you, got you. So they still using my paper, and you're right. Can't trust There's, it. Yeah, no, they're no, letting no, no. paper again. Yeah, 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 definitely. A lot of fees. But in a in a way, if in, in a way, in a way, I'm not. I'm really not upset with them because when you go into business, you know, like that's almost like industry standard. So I'm not going to be it salty, is. you know. I'm only salty at the timeliness by which they go offline, you know. It's always a key time, right? <laughs> it'll correct It'll correct 30%. You want to do something with that 30% correction, everybody in the world will jump in on that dip. You know what I'm saying? And then, oh, oh, you can't get in. Why? You know, like, come on. And then because they know that, there's a, you know, there's a lot of money. You know, there's a lot of things going on. That's very strange. Wow. Well, you make a boy. Too many times for that to be. uh, Yeah, it's too many times, man. There's way too many times. And you'll see some some people are new jacks, so give them a couple little newbies in the space. Give them a couple months. Give them six months, and they'll see. You'll see the most uncanny timing in regard to corrections happening and things going offline or there's uh we're unable to process this right now because of this and this and this and everything you know that bottleneck hits in very you know in a very early fashion man this one is uh this i, I told y'all this one was going to be epic y'all better 
Y'all better be over there on that Facebook page. This is the Bitmeister, T H E B E I T M. Yeah, B E I T M I E S T E R. Help me out, man. Tell me, t- tell the folks where your website is at. How they can find you, man. The Bitmeister, T H E B I T M E I S T E R. TheBitmeister.com. And you got to explain that, man. Explain what is the what, what is the Bitmeister? You know what I'm saying? You're a black nerd. You know what I'm saying? So like, where'd that come from? Why couldn't you be like hip hop Bitman or Bit Bitster or something like that? Where did the where did the Bitmeister come I, from? Because of my experiences in the past, I've done a lot. So with music, I went through this whole thing of not wanting to put my music out till it was perfect. Other business ventures getting in my own way, thinking of a perfect name, waiting for things to align, and it's just not right. It has to be perfect. When, and then I learned that um, you just get started and run, get, get running, and things will come together. And then I looked at, you know, in regard to the name, it was the very, very first thing that came to my mind. So we had a conversation. We could think of a name, and I said, The Bitmeister. And then they went, ha, 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 like that was a joke. And then I said, yeah, that's it. Run with it. <laughs> it's from it's from an old Saturday Night Lights skit, skit, you know. The Jane, the ah. Jane Meister, the old Saturday Night, you know. And then that came to my mind. I was like, the Bitmeister. And then they, ha, 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 ha. And then we just ran with it. And then I got out of my own way, and I didn't sit there thinking about the perfect name. Man, okay, now I got to talk about regular old strategy once again, getting out of your own way. I've seen... When I first heard about Bitcoin, like seriously, what somebody was like telling me to come on was May of this year, May 2017. I waited six months to November. So, of course, you know, I'm not going to say I lost money because I didn't. I didn't invest anything, and I haven't lost, you know, any since I've been in the game. However, I was, I feel I was in my own way, and in the two months that I've been, you know, a Bitcoin evangelist, um, I've noticed, especially as a relationship coach and an astrologer, a lot of people um, having tons of excuses about why they shouldn't start. The bubble, the government's going to shut the Internet down. Uh, even some of my astrologer homeboys been trying to argue me down, yada, yada, yada. What... What was it that got you started? And were you in your before you were the bitmeister, before you like had your come up, like what what made you like buy your first bitcoin or or your first, you know, coin or whatever? And were you hesitant? Were you in your own way? And how did you get out of your own way? So, I used to live in Brooklyn and one of the major goals was to get, a, you know, own property in New York, own property. And I finally got a condo in Brooklyn, and, and I was like, good, you know, cool. And then I started trying to be more responsible. I had married kids, you know, and I, and then I started, to say, okay, I need, I need to look at long-term investments now. I have to get serious about things, you know. And then I uh, saved the 401K, and I stacked, stacked, and worked as much as I could, you know, and, and overdid it with the percentage. And I got a, it was an 0401k that I was looking at, and I saw that I got after their service fees and whatnot. I saw I actually got less than a one percent return in a year after you take those fees and stuff like that. 
And so I was beating myself up, and I was like, man, this is not good enough, you know? You idiot. Like, I was real hard on myself, actually. And then, um, what do you, you know, you got to do better than this. And I uh, got up, walked down the hallway, and ran into a coworker. And I guess I had my feelings on my sleeves, or, you know, all my feelings on my sleeves at that moment. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And I told him, and he's like, uh, you know, I just, you know, I have a, I'm having a bear of a time with my investments, man, and this is not good, whoopty woo. And he's like, really? You ever think of cryptocurrencies? And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I looked into a little bit Bitcoin, you know, but uh, crypt digital currency. Told him some basics, but uh, no, you know, no. Every time I get, try to get deep into it, it just kind of fades away, and I just don't grasp it. And she, and he goes, really. And he walked into his room, and I followed behind him and walked into his office. And then he took a dry erase, and he wrote on the board, and, and he was writing on the board. He's writing on the board, and he took about eight minutes. And I saw that he wrote out the whole kind of infrastructure and the technologies that Bitcoin leveraged. And I, and then he talked about the blockchain. And then he, uh, you know, put two and two together, and I, ch- I told you we practice nerdery. So I'm just used to this kind of high-level talk of technology and then it was like all of a sudden boom it's like i can just suddenly see the light it all made sense to me it all and i just realized at that moment in time that blockchain was going to change the whole world it's going to revolutionize everything the way he he kind of relayed that information to me just was crystal clear at that it was a moment of clarity type of thing and i listened for a bit more then i got up and immediately walked back to my desk sat down, locked my office door, sat down, and I went right then and there and I purchased $2,800 in crypto. I got in a <laughs> Bitcoin. Yeah. I got in a Bitcoin at about 600 608 Ether, 9 bucks, 11 bucks, And and then, I'll, you know, a little bit of time passed, and I looked, and I was like, oh, okay, I got more of a return than the whole last time last year, and a couple of weeks later, I looked back at it, you know. Looked again later, and I was like, what? What? You know, and then put a little bit more money. And then um, and then I started seeing little returns, and then that turned into 20, and that turned into 30, that turned into 40. Then I was in Long Beach. That 40 turned into 70 in a week, and then it just sprung, 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 and it just turned into six figures in no time. And, it, you know, and believe me, the more money that you get, or the, the larger your sum becomes, it's just like it replicates faster. This exponential growth becomes unbelievably fast. And, um, and, and it's, you know, and when I saw that, I was like, I can't believe what I just experienced. And I'm not, and I think that when you have something and other people and you can help others, or I think it, it's kind of a sucker thing to do to keep that close to your vest. And I, and I've always kind of been, I don't know, Ubuntu type of person. And so, the first thing that I did is I uh, I went onto my Facebook group and I said, hey, I I invested twenty eight hundred dollars. I turned that twenty eight hundred dollars into this six figures in this time. I'm an open book. Let me know if you want any questions. You know, if you have any questions. And then that led to about 176 people pinging me within minutes, like go ding 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 ding. ding. And uh, and I was on vacation at the time, so I just did it. At a ser- it was kind of all serendipitous, man. And I just put it out there, and then I was on vacation in Toronto, and I couldn't even sit down to really respond in a, in a cool, you know, in a respectful way to these people because a lot of my friends and people that I came up with, and um, and 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 basically.
basically uh, it led to me answering their questions. I sorted the questions out and I answered them, and then it led to you know to a whole little kind of a movement. But that's how I got invested into into uh, Bitcoin. It's just something that I you know an opportunity that just happened in, in that eight minutes that was explained to me changed everything, you know, and then I just did it on, you know, just did it and it just worked out and I just let everybody know at that point. Looking good, Billy Ray. <laughs> Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good, Lewis. Damn right, son. Every time I, every time I hear a story like that, what? That's what I'm talking about right there, player. Um, I got to give a quick shout out to um, Action Takers, not just like the Bitmeister, but I'm going to give a big shout out. I just got finished saying, yo, y'all should be taking action and joining the Bitmeisters group. Guess what? I want to give a shout out to Cheryl Harris, Carol Myers, Linda Parsons, and Eric Holland Jones for being the first four people on the call to go take action and jump up in the group and stop bullshitting around with their life with their future, with they, with you know what I'm saying, with, with their happiness. To me, when you start hesitating, you playing around with your happiness. So I just want to give a big shout out to them four people who just came up in the Bitmeister group. You know, and no, he didn't tell me to say nothing. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? Look around, watch all the videos, pat yourself on the back, do a happy dance, and then you know what we say. Feeling good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Look, feeling good, Lewis. Right, because the Bitmeister group is going to make you feel good. Wait till y'all get up on the Bitmeisters.com page, man. Whew. All right, okay. That's me right there. That's my quick shout-outs. Um, yeah, man, like when I first – oh, big shout-out to Michael Phoenix and Latifah Foster. Excuse me. Oh, y'all want to make moves now, huh? Okay. All right, Latifah, what up? Stephanie Gilmore. Bitmeister, I told you, my audience, like my, my top-tier people, they plays no games. When you look at your phone and you I, get I off the call, you're going to be like, uh, am I back in Toronto? Am I back in Long Beach? Is this is this history repeating this? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know what it is? Because it's the anniversary, son. It's the birthday of Bitcoin today. Yeah, get it up. Get it up. Get it up. Oh, shucks. Don't make me bring that hove out. Don't make me bring that hove out on y'all. Happy birthday, Bitcoin. Now greetings to the world. Greetings to the world. Greetings to the world. Sometimes, get Michael, when I get behind the turntable, and you got your own show, you do how you want to do. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no FCC regulations telling me what I can play and when I can't play it and all that. You feel me? I'm the HNIC around this joint. Oh, okay. I, I was that. getting a little excited. I was getting excited, my brother. Let me calm down a little bit. Oh, by the way, by the way, for my folks, um, I'm Coach Kyer, Team Taurus. I got the Bitmeister. Bitmeister, you must shout out your Team Zodiac so some of these folks can go crazy. They're getting ready to really bug out. I can already see three of them right now who are getting ready to be like, I told you, I told you. So, Bitmeister, go ahead and let everybody know your Team Zodiac right quick. In Gemini right here. Oh man, okay, 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 okay. 
He's in my solo second, so I got to go ahead and get that to him. We drop a ball for Team Gemini up in the building. Um, man, before I get the ripple, because I because you attacked this season, Virgo, no worries. Oh, I'm hey Virgo rising, baby. What up, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> right. Ashley, I'm a Virgo rising. I'm not a. I'm a Taurus sun Virgo rising, but I know your pain, girl. You know it's tough being perfect like this. I'm telling you, but we can also be petty as hell. So if you ever have a moment where Ashley's being petty, Bitmeister, just relax. It's in her chart, okay? Just relax. Okay. 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 That's so because right Virgos is critical. That's what vertical. <laughs> that's how that's what Virgos do. That's that key word. Critical. Critical on the high end, uh, perfectionist on the high end, and petty as hell on the low end. So I don't know how you're going to use that, and you know, but don't get in trouble. Okay, so um, one of uh, since we're getting ready to talk about Ripple for a second, um, before we get to some other questions, I got anybody else who wants to jump on this bad boy, get some questions for the Bitmeister. The call-in number is um, four. 917-889-3803. Just press one. Big shouts out to the whole squad who I can see your number. What up, Carol? What up, Ebony? Latifah's in the building. Rashid is in the building. Cheryl Harris is in the building. Um, of course, Iris is up in the spot. Trinity is in the building. Um, who is that? S.O. Finesse. West Coast Finest is in the building. Um, Carol is up in the building. I see a couple more people following up in this piece. Big shouts out to the ATL. Um, I'm just really proud of y'all right now. Really, really proud of y'all for everybody who's, you know, jumping in the, jumping on a gang. Uh, Mikhail Webb just joined the Bitmeister group. Uh, S.O. Finesse, Jasmine just joined the group. Who else we got up in this joint? Sheet is up in here. I told you, man, my people about getting this paper. Like, this is, this show is what revolutionary technology is about. Like, Bitcoin is, like, made after my image not the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is disruptive technology. When you have people, they hear something that resonates with them and they take action on it and they profit from it immediately because, to me, you got to have the knowledge before you do the wisdom. Then you're going to have the understanding, which is the best part. That's when the cream rises to the top. So, like Wu-Tang said, cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Call it currency, 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 y'all. I got to have a whole new lineup of music tomorrow. Can somebody text me that? Whoever is helping me assist me, can somebody write that down or send me a text? I need that Wu-Tang for next week. I need that KRS for next week. You know, I got to entice the Bitmeister to want to come back next week. You know what I'm saying? I got to get it, get old hot-ass playlist out here. Um, the group name is Bitmeister. Somebody, they, they, they texting me all in my inbox now. I'm um, talking about what group Go name? You're not group Go mister. The, the Bit Meister, M-E-I-S-T-E-R, The Bit Meister. And also, every one of y'all that joined the group, you should go join the course so so you don't have to ask all them questions. He got it set up like me and Michael Phoenix was trying to get that click funnels last year to set up, but, yo, you already the God MC on that right there. And speaking of Michael Phoenix, um, when I got off the phone today, I couldn't talk. And I had to call another nerd, you know what I'm saying? So this my this my European homeboy, but he's still my brother from another mother, brother of the same mind, same kind. Uh, he's 6'9". So I was like, yo, this is your brother 
but he black and ain't got no hair. And I don't know, Bit Meister, you're not six nine, are you? I ain't six nine, no. Okay, well, boom, y'all jokers is. I gotta see both of y'all in the room. And I told him after I got past my oh my god, I was like, whenever y'all do talk, y'all are not leaving me out. And I cuss myself out because I normally record calls on my conference calls so I can go back and listen again. And like the call that we had today was like pure epic. You know what I'm saying? Like so that won't happen again. You you, you probably ain't gonna never talk to me again on no, you know, line without me recording it because you was dropping too many bombs. I was having too many DNA explosions. <laughs> and then I got on the line with Michael Phoenix and was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, what's wrong with you? I said, I should have recorded the call so you could hear it, man. You got to hear the Bitmaster. You got to hear the Bitmeister. You got to hear him. So um, I told him to come on to the show tonight. He's he, he been, uh, he's another A1, day one uh, founder, president, CEO, HNIC, or, hey, or head white boy in charge, whichever you want to call him, of Emergent Strategies. Um, you and him got crazy, crazy similarities in y'all's backgrounds and technical certifications and the way y'all look at things. Um, I want to bring my main man in. Uh, y'all put your hands together for Michael Phoenix. What's up, man? Why's up, why's up, Feeling good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Thank you, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. The Bitmeister, meet Michael Phoenix. Michael Phoenix, meet the Bitmeister. What up, Michael? How are you, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. How's yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just want to let y'all know I just made history. Just want to let y'all know, 8.54 p.m. Eastern, I just made history. Leo is rising at 19 degrees. If y'all want to doubt my style, you can try it. But I'm ODD in this thing. Ain't no follow to my style. I just I just created history right there in front of you. That was one of my things is if, you were, if you're doing any blockchain technology or you lead in the path, like, you are a history writer. So, like, these two men on the phone right now, and myself included, we are history writers because we're taking the pen in our own hands moving forward. And if you're listening to this show and we influence you in any type of way to go out there and influence one person, two person, your seeds change your household or change how you think about money, prosperity, and yourself, then you, my friend, are a history writer too. So definitely, um, definitely want to make that known right now. Michael Phoenix, man, you've been over here listening to the cut. Was I telling you a field today when I told you about the Bitmeister? <laughs> yeah, man. You're just what I'm what I'm hearing so far is uh, everything that I would approach. I guess the approach that I take is is in direct alignment to everything that I'm hearing right now. So I mean, it's it, uh, I'm definitely resonating with with what I'm hearing, and I'm curious to continue the conversation. Oh, well, don't worry. Your curiosity getting ready to get filled up. We're going to let your cup overflow right here. Because I'm going to go to both of y'all on this question right here. You you, you are a little more technical than, than Bitmeister, so I'm going to let him go first since he's our guest. Bitmeister, man, listen, everybody thinks Ripple is the damn answer. They say that Ripple is the answer. I mean, she done ran off on the plug two, three times. You know what I'm saying? 
what do you feel when somebody comes in and says, like, I mean, like they just heard about Bitcoin, they just heard about the Bitmeister, and the first thing they say is, "Hey, man, can you call me so I get some of this Ripple?" What do you what do you think about this Ripple phenomenon right now? Is it the answer? Especially, is it the answer for Black folks? Because I ain't, I I'd had just all my Black friends. Ain't nobody asked me about Bitcoin or nothing. Everybody want Ripple. What's up with that, man? Is this a is this a Fred Sanford and Son show? Everybody getting drunk on Ripple or what's happening? So that's a that's a little layered to me, and the reason is because if you know what cryptocurrencies stand for, they stand for your financial sovereignty, really, and it unbanks you. It keeps you you're in charge of your own money. Like right now, a bank can tell you what to do with your money. They can tell you how much you can take with you. They can tell you how much you can travel with. They can stop your money. They can take your money. They can do whatever they want with your money prior to even, you know, getting into your hands. With cryptocurrencies, no government can close your account or secure your account in any way with the majority of cryptocurrencies out there and whatnot. And Ripple serves a purpose, and their purpose is it's not really a blockchain, but it's a technology for moving value around the globe in an efficient manner by which it will save a bank like probably 30% over using what the SWIFT system provides them. So when they're doing all the clearing and moving this data and these values back and forth, they're using an old technology called a SWIFT system, and basically it allows in a, in a nutshell, America to pretty much control everything and control the, the world because everything is utilizing or leveraging that system. And Ripple is basically uh, this technology for the banks uh, to enter this blockchain space or this cryptocurrency space. And it is made by a company called Ripple Labs. And so some of the issues so if you're in a cryptocurrency and you see the crypto, the power of cryptocurrencies, you're 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 understanding uh, the potential that is there, and and, a, and an idealist would be like, oh, the world is going to change, it's evolving. But what Ripple has taught me is that that's not the case. What Ripple has taught me is that people will go against their best interests for short-sighted greed type of a thing. And I say that because Ripple is a technology utilized for banks. We're unbanking ourselves by using cryptocurrency, so banks should not really be in the space, and they shouldn't be thriving in the space, really. Uh, I mean, they, they can, but you wouldn't think that they would thrive in the space, and I believe that they have a perfect storm occurring, whereas this is a cheap price point. It is being backed by banks, so there's a lot of money behind it. A lot of people are seeing that. It has this astronomical rise over a year from a fractional cent to going up to $3 today looking at it as potentially going through the roof or going parabolic, they call it, when these numbers start shooting up like how Bitcoin will do in a day and stuff like that. They call that going parabolic. And the the difference is when they're figuring out the market cap, it is the amount of coins and the by um, the, the market cap gets you the value of those coins and whatnot. The, the coins in distribution divided by the market cap gets you the value. Now, um, Ripple has a hundred billion coins. Bitcoin has sixteen million. So sixteen million versus a hundred billion. So Ripple has a hundred billion coins. Of the hundred billion, Ripple Labs, the country, the company that 
created the technology, owns 60 million of them. So the founder of this technology owns 60 million of it, and, and it can be bad or good depending on how you look at this whole scenario. Now, with that many coins in distribution, no coin burn or anything like that, it would take an astronomical amount of money to go into the market cap of Ripple for it to go parabolic and through the roof and get to uh, 16,000 like Bitcoin and stuff. I don't ever see that happen. And I see that I, what I see right now is a little rush that's going on. And then uh, I don't, and the technology is flawed right now. It's not even fully vetted or whatever. So I think that it's going to be, you know, eventually correct. But right now it's having a, a good run and you can't tell somebody not to make money. So I kind of have mixed feelings about it, you know, I have mixed feelings about it, but it is what it is. Well, hold on. I ain't trying to be too much in your business, and you ain't got to answer this if you don't want to, but even with your mixed feelings, as in your personal strategy, is there a little bit of Ripple in your portfolio? I used to own thousands ca- of Ripple, and then, they, and, they, and then I was hacked, and they were stolen from me. Whoa. So, you know, I, I would have had a lot. I would have made a huge come up in Ripple, but it wasn't really. I just had it for, you know, you know, to tell you the truth, I don't even know if I would have kept them, you know, because I thought that little of it. But, um, wow, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. Other coins gave me a come up, so I can't complain. Wow, yo, you you got so much emotion. Pardon me? No, I'll say, yo, you got so much emotional control because if if you caught a Bitcoin at 600 and then you had some Ripple and then somebody hacked and got your Ripple, the average person I know would have been like, man, I'm getting that back. I'm going to buy me some more Ripple, especially like when they saw it go from 17 cent to 24 and then 24 to 50. Why didn't you go get no more? Because there's 1,300 different opportunities out there. There's a, there's mad coins out there that give you gain. Like, you, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, like, uh, uh, since then, I've evolved and came up with other technologies. I found other investments that were even better. In my, But obviously, I was wrong since it went up 30,000%, but I saw other investments that did all right as well. So, not a big deal. Right. So you, you learn your lesson. You ain't greedy. That would... That's what you said. You learn your lesson. You learn your lesson. I learned my lesson. You you either win or you learn, man. And I I learned from that one. So now everything is super secure, you know. And uh, <laughs> you learn your lesson. So Ripple Ripple was your Ripple was your tuition on security. Yeah, I had more than Ripple. I had thousands of Ripple, thousands of Colum. That's a dollar something now. Uh, I had thousands of Sire coin, lots of them, you know, lots of money. Man, okay, well, we're going to come back to how you got hacked. We'll talk about security in a second. Let me ask Let me ask Michael Phoenix, you know, his comments on Ripple or if he wants to add on to, you know, what you just got finished, your build on, on Ripple. Mike, what do you think about that? What do you think about Ripple and um, uh, how the brother was building on it? Uh, first of all, that's a... The security aspect of things, it's a, it's a hard lesson to learn, and it's unfortunate that you had to learn it that way, but, you know, I guess it's part of, part of the growth process. But as for, as for Ripple, I, 
I have mixed feelings as well, um, just because of, of the nature of the coin itself, just like you were talking about. Um, however, you know, the the purpose it serves in the marketplace at the moment, um, which right now I see it as a mediator between financial systems and the rest of the cryptocurrency space. And I think for full market adoption, um, for the, the people out there who don't necessarily care about the or, or have different political leanings in terms of why why Bitcoin, why why did Satoshi create this thing in the first place? Those people who don't necessarily um, have the underpin political and social underpinnings that speaks that that Bitcoin speaks to them that way. I think Ripple is um, a perfect coin for those people and. What that does, as I see it, is legitimizes cryptocurrency overall from um, from a, a full global adoption point of view, just just as a technology itself. Um, and, and with that said, uh, I, I like Ripple in that way, uh, but it's definitely not something that I'm looking in in terms of it being a staple in my portfolio. Right now, it's something that I'm just kind of playing with just because it's hot, A, and it has a lot of financial backing. So that in itself is, you know, that the financial and institutional backing to something just brings clout, and that's going to bring increase, and that's going to bring um, technology adoption and all that other kind of stuff. So I'm more, I'm more writing on the brand of Ripple more than the coin itself. Mmm, mmm. Uh, this is my homie. I told you he had a he had a buy order in for ninety eight cents. So you can tell how much he thought about the coin, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I just realized after I was finished that people it also has features in it where they can freeze your wallet with Ripple or they can globally freeze all wallets. They have that ability to do that, you know? So yeah. it's truly, it's truly a technology that is, you know, depends how you look at it. That's a good thing. If you want recourse on if thing, something bad was done to you or, you know, or your, your, your current, your sovereignty is gone. Your financial sovereignty is out the window, right? There's a couple of ways you can look at it. Wow. Yeah, so you're saying they can freeze? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Well, uh, that you just used a distinct statement there. Financial sovereignty. Uh, that's, you know, in my opinion, that's the main aspect that uh, cryptographic mathematic functions on financial assets. Like that's the main thing that is being brought forth into reality is financial sovereignty being autonomous in how we navigate our, our financial leverage without a third party. And, you know, for the people who, like you're saying, don't necessarily want that. I think ripple is a, an obvious choice, but you lose your financial sovereignty, but there's, like you're saying, there's also security in being able to freeze assets if that's the case. 
Correct. Well, they better not freeze my ass at, so I'm whooping somebody's ass. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm just going to let you know that <laughs> off, the, off the muscle. I don't know whose ass, but I'm whooping somebody's ass. Um, somebody asked me in the chat, or they sent me a message, what is both of your opinions, because we're not financial advisors. We are some marvelous, nerdish speculators who look at a lot of data and don't ignore stuff. But what do both of you think about the potential for Ripple going to Coinbase? And either one of y'all can go first. Um, I posted something in in the in the Bitmeister that's that you may want to check out, and it is from a developer's page on Coinbase, um, and where one of the developers actually puts a date where Ripple. I want to say Dash and Stratus will be added, and the date says something like January 8th um, on it, and it was actually a screenshot of the Coinbase dev page, you know? And so I think those are the three that it said on there. You want to go into the group and take a look, but assuming that that's legitimate, I think there's an extremely good shot. And then at that point in time, you're going to see the market cap of Ripple go through the roof because people are just going to throw money at it without doing their due diligence. And I'm going to do a dance while they throw money at it, if y'all don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not going to candle chase. Well, I'm going to ask that question in a second. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I think it's a logical next progression. I mean, it's, I think it's only yep. a matter of time, really. Did my, didn't I tell you he was hella nerdy? You hear that? The logical progression. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love y'all. I love y'all. Look, neither one of y'all gonna get rid of me now. I'm gonna let y'all both both of y'all know. And Michael Phoenix, I don't know. He ain't tried in a whole year, but you know, I ain't going nowhere. I got. I'm, it's, it's a wrap. Uh, big shouts out to Laura McNeely, Rosewater, Florida, and Arlene Cahet for joining the Bitmeister group. What up? What up? What up? Um, also, if you listen to the show from somewhere else, come on over to the Bitcoin Basis group too. Now, like. We're a little, like, we kind of, like, do synergy coaching and teaching over there. Um, and, oh, that's another subject I'm going to ask you about in a second. I got two callers on the line who got some questions. But we're going to talk about a group that you were in, Bitmeister, and one a, a, a pet peeve that you had and a nice warning for people. But before we get to that right there, oh, well, wait a minute. I got to go over this real quick. Cause then we want to talk about the Lightning Network too. Folo. Before I get to that, since we own, since we're on the topic of uh, Ripple and Black people, because this is—I mean, I'm not saying that white people don't do it too, but you know, like we always feel like Folo. You did a video on Folo, um, Bit uh, the Bitmeister. Please, you can just recap that bad boy right now. Tell my audience what is Folo and how it's being displayed right now, and if they should be careful or not. And then after that, I'm bringing Adrian and Tariq on. Go ahead. I did a video for uh, FOMO, F-O-M-O, and uh, oh. that is, yeah, and, and that is something that I think that is impacting a lot of, of people in the space right now. I think we're just speaking of it indirectly just prior to this. And it's basically the fear of missing out is is driving a lot of people to 
come into this cryptocurrency space and just throw their money at anything without actually doing their their due diligence. And that fear of missing out will have you making some rash decisions and have you making some as well. And, uh, like, I know somebody who just came in and uh, Litecoin just finished making a, a going parabolic for a little bit and, uh, you know, threw a few thousand dollars Litecoin. And then Litecoin is also known for being stagnant and dithering at a price point for a while, too. Uh, you have to be patient with that coin if you watch it over history. But it will make some incredible moves at one time and then stay there and dither for a while or even correct and, and not go back to that prior high for quite a while. But it will do it, and whereas Bitcoin does it more for, you know, consistently. And they, because of that fear of missing out, position themselves when they just went all in and purchased a bunch of Litecoin without doing due diligence and they're getting mad when there was this big correction that we just got through. And, you know, they were down to almost half of what their initial investment is. And they, they hadn't been through the cycle of of the major corrections after these major runs in, with the cryptos and Bitcoin and whatnot. And so a fear of missing out or will have you – it will make you compromise yourself. And so mm. I, 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 wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't advise – I wouldn't advise anybody to look at any place uh, without being able to do this. So uh, I believe that if they're missing out, put you in a position where you're not doing your due diligence and you're just kind of running into a space trying to get the come up that, that you heard of, you know, or those overnight millionaire kind of come ups. And, and uh, yeah, it's kind of a dangerous concept. Mm. Welcome, Renee Fauch. What up to, uh, uh, to the Bitmeister group as well? Got Iris over here playing the godmother, welcoming people to the group. Man, I tell you, man, my family, they just, we just, we just like doing things for people, man. You know what I'm saying? We real hospitable. We clean up behind ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We don't start no mess. And all of us can fight. So you ain't got to worry about nobody rolling up on us. We all good with our hands. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let's get into a couple callers. I want some people to ask some questions tonight. Uh, caller from the seven one three two zero four. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name? Where you calling from? And what zodiac sign you representing, please? This is Adrian calling from Houston, Texas. Team Leo. What up? What up? What up? What up? Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Adrian, go ahead and hit us with that question. Yeah, um, first off, I want to um, say I'm loving listening to this show. Um, I missed, like, the first 20 minutes because I was handling some other things, but I'm glad I got on where I got in. Um, so I have to listen to it from the beginning again. But uh, so far, it's so good. Because <clears throat> I was talking about cryptocurrency uh, during Christmas at my aunt's house. She had me uh, talk about investing, and so I talked about investing in cryptocurrency. So I was just letting my folks know about that, and they were all interested, or at least giving a listening ear. But um, my question is, first off, how do I get onto the Bitmeister site? I pulled it up, and I'm trying to um, get in. So You pretty much have to submit your information, and it will mail you a link uh, to that email that you submitted to get access to the membership area. Okay. Or you can go to another website. You can go to thebitmeister.com slash free, F-R-E-E, thebitmeister.com slash free. Make sure you put the Bitmeister. 
Michael Phoenix, he nasty. Look at that funnel. You see him funnel hacking over there? He nasty. That's a whole nother subject, y'all. We're going to do a whole show on funnel hacking for you entrepreneurs, but y'all need to be paying close attention now. We're trying to teach y'all on 60, like, it's a whole bunch of Miyagi going on right now. And, uh, and, and, and y'all, Daniel, I need y'all to keep uh, uh, painting the fence and waxing the car right here. Bitmaster is like a visiting Shaolin master to the temple, you know what I mean? Y'all better pay attention to what's going on out here. If anybody's in, anybody, anybody interested, they ain't going to give all the game away. We ain't gonna, oh, yes, you are. If you if you done read dot-com secrets and expert secrets and you know who Russell Brunson is, yes, you are visiting Shaolin Master. Yes, you are. Over here in this corner, you know, we're going to sip tea, brother. We're going to sip tea. So, uh, yes, you're going to. You going you going to love it over there Adrian trust me. I think he made it just oh. for you. Cuz yeah, I, 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 I promise you. Yeah, 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 because he answered all your questions. Like as soon as I seen it, I was like, uh-huh. Where Adrian at? <laughs> <laughs> well, here I am. Yeah, so I just Word up. want to quickly give y'all um just comment and feedback and just how to sign up for uh, Bitmasters page, and I'm on it now. I uh, backslash and typed in free, so um, I'm gonna go ahead on and get on it. Please do. Word up. Let me know what you think. I will. All right. All right. Thank you, Thanks. Adrian. Appreciate you. No problem. All right. Peace. All right. All right. All right. Um. Um, have you ever heard, uh, Bitmeister, have you ever heard of the I Ching coins? No. Which one, what are those coins? So the I Ching coins are like the Chinese coins. They're, they're, they're like brass and they got the square cut in the middle. They're circle. Oh, yeah. And they yeah, got yeah, the I square cut cool, in the yeah. middle. Okay. So, uh, this next caller, he's like the I Ching king, the grandmaster of the coins, of the, like the original coins before there was a Bitcoin, you know what I'm saying? And I, even okay. in, in my whole visit and looking at Bitcoin and looking at the dates and looking at the, you know, the mystique behind it and how it moves, I, I think about the original, you know, and his name is, you know, he has an Asian, you know, pseudonym for a name. And then I'd be like, yo, what's up with these Bit? what's up with these coins? And sometimes even for me, before I met you, like me and Michael Phoenix, we will drop the coins, so to say. We will consult the I Ching on a particular coin because each coin we feel is a life force in itself. It's a company. It has a white paper. You know what I'm saying? People are actively dealing with it. And so um, we used to, uh, we have hit the coins on a couple of different ventures. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's one of the things that, you know, got us where we are right now. But on the line right now is the I Ching King, Himself, so I want everybody to put their hands together for my man Tariq Bay in the building. Peace, Looking good, in? Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good. Feeling good, Tariq Bay. I'm feeling good, Tariq Bay. What up, Lord? What's going on? What's good? What's good? How y'all doing tonight? And we all relaxing and relaxing, man. What's going on with you? Uh-huh. Man, I'm man. You know, I'm sitting back, listening to all this knowledge being dropped with this Bitcoin tonight. Is kind of historical for myself, man. This is 
this is the night I'm 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 trying to pop my crypto cherry. You know, so I had two questions. You know, my first question is, what's a good crypto cherry? Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Bitmeister, what you done done? You up in here trying to run a um, Bitcoin whole house or something? What you doing? You got them coming up in here on, on, on Satoshi's. You coming up in here on Satoshi's. What you running tonight, Bitmeister? What's, hold on, Playboy. What's going on? You, 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 you ain't like, we got to do what we got to do. Oh hell, there he! Oh, the Gemini, he's out. I forgot he had a dual nature. Okay, excuse me, he he not just protecting on one side. He, he from the, he from them streets too. Okay, come, come on, man, we'll help you out. I'm putting this one on the Bitmeister. I'm gonna just fall back. Uh, but you got Bitmeister, yeah. you got Michael Phoenix, and you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just fall back. Come on, man, hit us with that question. What's going on? Yeah, so so the question is, you know, one one who's trying to pop their cryptocurrency. What, what would be some some early suggestions of, of 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 currencies to hop into? And two, just like when you do anything, you know you 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 got to have your protection out here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure out. I heard this getting hacked and losing all his coins. So what's the protocol, security protocols that a new player to the game need to follow before they get hit like that? Okay. So what what was the first question again? The first question is when you you know somebody's coming into the first time doing it. What would be some uh, some uh, suggestions as far as what do you think you know what coins to hop into? Like I know you're talking about Ripple and some other things. You know what what would be some 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 early plays? You know uh, is it a buy and hold, buy something to hold, or or try to play uh, you know the double your money just just getting in? I mean what what would you suggest? And uh, the second the second question of course. Uh, how you protect yourself out here. Okay, so what I tell uh, people to do to get into the game is to do a, a safe bet. And and so what people tend to do is they come in and get money and they buy this and then they wait to get more money and they buy this and they wait to get more money and they buy a little bit of that. I tell them to get the money and they make their initial investment should be a safe one, something like Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin, right? Something safe. Mm-hmm. I tell them to usually wait for about a quarter until it gets a run. It goes on a run, and then once the, and then this was prior to January. Then I would tell them to take their get from their gains, and then reassign it to a coin of lesser value, where they will get more coins for the amount of money, you know, and and they can then start seeing exponential growth and forth their initial Bitcoin investment, and then whatever that they diversified into. Now, as of January 1st, with these new tax implications, it doesn't behoove you to invest in the smaller coins all the time because there's a lot of tax events that come from that now. So what I would do right now as of on this day in 2018 is that I would make uh, a safe investment into, uh, into either Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin, and I would... Uh, wait for a while. I would watch it ride. I would get used to the uh, get used to the space because cryptocurrencies, the cryptocurrency space, is a very very volatile space. And I wouldn't. I would tell you not to watch it every day because if you watch it every day, it'll drive you nuts. It can make some people nauseous, literally, and take and, mm-hmm. and some people lose their nerve and their money out. I would tell you that if you look at it month over month you'll see nothing else that will get you a return at cryptocurrencies. 
you look at it day to day and you see the corrections and you see this and that, you're not going to have a good time. And so I would say make a safe investment, and then I would say look at your investment month over month. And month over month, I pretty much will guarantee, not guarantee, but I will pretty much know that you will see major returns like 20, 30, 40, sometimes, you know, 100. It's crazy to say that, you know, over your money, you know, literally you'll see that it'll double in some months and whatnot. And uh, and so I would say one of the top, one of the top coins initially, and then I would also say, like I said, um, basically take your time and get used to the volatility of that space, and look at it month over month. Uh, now, Michael, I want to add before you get to the security part. I want to add this because I know the brother, uh, and some people, you know, you got to answer some questions in between the lines. What do you say to people who just want to come into the space that was built for sovereign finance, you know, to create financial sovereignty? What about a lot of people from the streets who they like to use the word flip? They're not investors. They aren't, they're not coming in for the long haul. They're just like, well, their whole, they never got something and held it, or they think that the only thing you can get and hold is real estate. And so they have this whole how fast can I get my money out? Because I'm sick and tired of people asking me, how fast can I get my money out? What What do you have? Do you have any words of wisdom or caution or some correction for people who are, who were thinking about, I want to get in and make a flip. I want to get in and make a flip. What do you got to say to those people? So that leads, there's, there's a couple layers to that question now too, or that uh, to the answer to that question. And that is because, Fiat currency is the currency that we use every day. The dollar bills in our pockets, right? The credit cards represent the digital representations of a fiat currency, right? Um, and so you have to understand what you're actually investing in and what it is that you're holding in your hands when you, or, or conceptually holding when you have cryptocurrency. One is an inflationary currency. One is a deflationary currency. One is truly finite. One is not. So let me explain. Your fiat currency is printed at will by the Fed, right? Our economy was sustained artificially by excessive printing of money and devaluing our dollar. We have no control over that, right? We have no sovereignty over our finances at this moment in time. They devalue that dollar the more they print that dollar. Bitcoin there's only a finite number of Bitcoin, 21 million that will ever be mined. Last one will be mined in 2140. They know that by math and the halving and all that stuff. Bitcoin is a currency that the more you utilize it, the more value it has. It is a deflationary currency, whereas an inflationary currency is something that loses value over time. So all that hard work you did last year is worth less this year because that currency loses value this year more so than it did last year. It loses value over time. With cryptocurrency, it is a deflationary. It gains value over a period of time with the more use of that currency. Now, um, okay. So, when you understand what you what you have from uh, a digital standpoint or, or from a cryptocurrency standpoint, you understand. So, I, my bad, I lost focus in regard to that question. Now, the flip. Totally you talking about flipping the money 
and yeah, you absolutely. was explaining okay, so, how it was deflationary yeah. versus uh, inflationary. Yeah, so you have to understand those two things in regard to that. Now, what, you, what you're doing is, I know somebody, for instance, right now, every 30% that he's up, he takes his money up. Every 30% he's up, he takes his money up. Taking that money out is going to trigger a tax event now, first of all. So it's under a year, if you think about it. So you're going to be subject to, I think it's 30% now under a year. Over a year is 23.8 with these new tax numbers. 23.8% if you have over a year. Now, it's going to trigger that. Also, you're trigger, what you're doing is you're pulling your money in and you're, and you're getting a deflation, or inflationary currency with it, a currency that's losing value over time. You're also purchasing cryptocurrencies with your uh, fiat currency. You're backing it with the fiat currency that you have. You're putting your money against it and you're purchasing X amount of cryptocurrency. Um, and so that in itself is you, you will see that it's going to kind of eat the it, there's a massive wealth transfer is what's happening right and it's going to eat the fiat currency and or the value of that fiat currency up that wealth transfer is there's i think about 66 trillion dollars of assets equity in the equities markets worldwide for that to come into you can't just throw 66 trillion dollars into cryptocurrency it's not made to do that you can't disrupt the market like that it's a finite number it comes out every 10 minutes. It's mined. It's a controlled to control the inflation. It's a control. It's a controlled release of these coins. You cannot just come and do that. So it's going to take a long time for this wealth transfer to come into this cryptocurrency space. So while you're sitting there worrying about flipping, all you're doing is actually changing your money back into a lesser value or something that will decrease in value over time and something that can decrease in value very rapidly over time. So if you think about war times and rich people and all that, what do they do? They put the money into gold to retain their wealth, even though the local economy goes to crap. They invest in things that retain wealth, art, gold, and things like that. And they're not going to be subject to the volatility of the fiat currency and all the economic situations and variables worldwide. So that whole flipping mentality is a fiat currency mentality. It's not a cryptocurrency mentality. With a cryptocurrency mentality, you want to hodl. And that's crypto talk for hold. It just comes from an old article that somebody wrote. You want to buy and hodl. That's the mentality that you want with cryptocurrency because in that way, you're taking more of a warm Buffett approach which is where you're gaining wealth and your wealth is going to be exponential. And then you can literally get to a point where it's almost like a trust fund situation where you just take a little bit off and live, 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 and perpetually live off of this source of money that is increasing in value because it is more pervasive and more used because it's a deflationary currency, like I just explained. Lost focus, but I got it up. Tariq, how was that right there for you, for flipping? Oh, yeah, that, that you know, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm definitely looking at the long-term plays, too. So, All and right, Big Master. Now let's get to that security. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead to positioning. No, no, go ahead and do the positioning yeah. piece because that's what we were talking about earlier. If you position yeah, yourself yeah. right, finish that sentence for me. Finish that sentence for me, Big Master. You if you position yourself, yourself right in 2019 – you will reap the benefits like unlike any other investment that you've ever had in your life. You will, if you position yourself right in this wealth transfer in 2019, you will be in a better financial position than you would think you've ever been. 
just due to this wealth transfer that's occurring and due to the S curve is just starting really, you know, there's an adoption curve. When things hit mass adoption, the the value of these coins are going to go up in an exponential rate unlike any other time, you know, and there's an S curve that's involved in that. And we're at the beginning of the S curve. We're just getting to a point where in the first quarter we're going to approach mass adoption. If you position yourself correctly, you will be paid. Mm. Hold on, where my bombs at? Hold on, I'm supposed to put some damn hands together on that one right there. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good, Bitmaster. Okay, Bitmaster, holler at them about that security piece right there. Somebody hit you for some coins, thousands of them. They was digging in your pockets. And now you say they've been doing some digging in your pockets again. What what measures does a newbie or even a damn seasoned veteran, you know, what should they be looking for as far as protecting their assets around this piece? Well, they got into my uh, exchange account via my email account. They got into my email account, then they secured my exchange account, and then they secured what's called 2FA. Uh, authentication on their phone after they compromised my account because I didn't have it enabled. And then, therefore, I couldn't check any of the messages that were being sent to the phone because it was being sent to their phone. And so uh, there's something called 2FA, two-factor authentication. The first thing that I would do is enable 2FA or two-factor, download an application called Google Authenticator. It's in the Play Store. It's in the iPhone Store. If uh, if you download Google Authenticator, you will then be able to enable what is called 2FA security on your email account that you use to register on the exchanges and your exchange accounts. Uh, and so that allows an extra layer of security, whereas before they can get access, they have to enter a number that is shown in your Google Authenticator application on your phone. Then you enter that number, and then they can get access to your account, to your email, or to whatever. It's an extra layer. Some people look at it as a pain, but until you've got uh, your, your money taken, your hard-earned money taken, you, you understand that it's a necessary step that you should take. So I would enable 2FA authentication on email and then on your exchange accounts as well. And a Bitcoin or a crypto is not your crypto unless you have the private public key, the private keys. I would then get uh, a hardware wallet after you have 2FA enabled and move your cryptocurrencies to your hardware wallet and hold it offline. That way it's always yours. And so once again, enable 2FA on your Gmail or whatever email you use to register on the exchanges with. Enable 2FA on the exchange. Once you have 2FA enabled on there, the next thing that you should do is purchase a hardware wallet, something called a Trezor. If you go to T-R-E-Z-O-R.io or uh, Ledger Nano S is another one that's a little bit cheaper. It does the same thing. It holds your keys offline. And then you want to move your cryptocurrencies to one of those devices and hold it offline. And there's another layer of complexity that you can do to that. But for a new person, Simply enable 2FA and then get a hardware wallet and move your keys offline, your, your cryptos offline. Okay. And I tell you, I tell okay. you how to do that in the most free course, as a matter of fact. Okay, cool. cool. Okay. All right. uh, um, I got a quick question, too, before Tariq leaves. I'll make sure he hears this because I uh, 
one of my OGs, Anari, he's been in the game like 10 years. He was like, Kyrie, what you think they used before they had Trezor and, and, um, and, and, and Ledger's? He was like, you could move it to a paper wallet or an, an offline wallet. Do, are you familiar with those, Bitmeister? Do you use those? What's your opinion of those? Just as long as you got your keys or something like that. What do you think about the, uh, the offline wallets? You can keep it in a paper wallet, whereas you're writing your keys down. Uh, you just got to make sure that you have it in a very secure place. That's going to you know, keep it away from the elements, um, which you can get a cheap safe or something like that, I guess. But you can definitely have a paper wallet with the information there. Uh, you're subject to, you know, errors and human error, but, you know, you think there's ways to check that. And uh, But it's definitely an option, and it's definitely an option that's overlooked. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's the free one before people, like, you know, and, well, what do you think, um, and what do you think the the minimum is, like, if a person is trading – Twenty dollars of Bitcoin. They bought twenty dollars of Bitcoin on Coinbase. Do they need to go get a Treasure or a or a um, or a Nano a Ledger? No, they, I would just download a, a wallet uh, from maybe an App Store, or highly you know one that with that that has good grades or reviews, and probably utilize that for that small amount. It's not worth your time at that point, but it's a good practice to get into. What what number do you think a person should start looking to pulling his uh pulling his coins down? I don't think there's a number. It's his value, whatever he values. Probably at the price of a of a hardware wallet, probably sold seventy bucks. That's how much a hardware wallet probably costs at nine dollars. So probably around that price if he values it, because it's going to you, to, to tell you the truth. If you purchase twenty dollars of a cryptocurrency. There's nothing to say that $20 will be $500 in a very short period of time. So I would get it as soon as you can. Gotcha. It's and like how, many cur- how many currencies, what about these um, these little new coins? You know, like I'm big on Dent, but I don't know, can Dent fit on a wallet or do I have to find another place to put it? Or does every currency fit on the Nano? No, uh, a lot of them have their own proprietary wallets, but you can have on nanos. They they tend to fit some of the major coins like Ethereum and ECR. I think twenty. I believe that's the code. I can't remember what they are, but Ethereum and Ethereum tokens fit on there. So anything that leverages the Ethereum platform, so you can get OMG tokens on on your ledger or your Trezor because it leverages the Ethereum. A platform. So Ethereum or anything that has is tokenized on the Ethereum platform can go on there. Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, some of the major ones, Dash, Zcash, some of the major ones in the top 10. And then uh, other ones uh, are used a lot of times are tokens that are leveraged by these platforms like Neo and, or something else. And so, um, and it doesn't fit every coin. No, it fits a lot of the major coins that most people have in their portfolio. Gotcha. Um, Michael Phoenix, you you are Mr. Super Super Security. Anything you want to add on, you know, uh, for some for some security philosophy for Tariq and the rest of the audience? Uh, yeah, I mean, personally, I'm I'm always in favor of downloading just the main the main software itself, like the Bitcoin Core, and that comes with a wallet, so you can 
you can download that software on a thumb drive, put it on a computer that doesn't ever get connected to the internet, generate an address, and write down the you have the private key. So that I mean, you can you can install the software on a computer that's never on the on the internet, and that itself, like in, in essence, that becomes its own hardware wallet. In addition to that, um, you know, you're you're one step closer to having your hands on the reality of what this thing is. So I'm I'm always in favor of getting as close to getting as close to the dirt as possible. Okay. Is is that what Exodus is? Is Exodus uh, a wallet that you can keep have on your computer? Uh I'm not sure. I haven't heard of that. What I'm talking about is the actual Bitcoin core. So you you download like you download the software to basically put the ledger on your computer. So you can download the full ledger or you can download part of it and just keep it synced. Um, but it, in any case, you can install the actual Bitcoin core software on your computer. And with that comes a wallet specific to the software. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Exodus is a cool wallet, but what you mentioned, it's a cool little wallet, but there's thousands of wallets, you know, there's tons of wallets out there. But, okay. you know, the one, right. they're saying that the one with the core developers comes with a wallet as well. Yeah, that's a little over my head. That'll be a private conversation I'll be having with him to get that. I, I did just Google it. Ladies and gentlemen, I also want to remind you, Google is your friend, so don't be all up in Bitmeister's inbox and Michael Phoenix's inbox if you ain't hit Google first, okay? Google is your friend. Everybody repeat after me on three. One, two, three. Google is your friend. You know, it won't hurt you to be like, well, I just want somebody to explain it to me. They got YouTube videos, too. You can go on YouTube. Like, you can click on Bitcoin Wallet, which I just did, and then, oh, and then I clicked on videos. <laughs> Guess what? I see... August 2011, August 11, 2017. So find you a video that is like the closest to today's date. So I see one for December the 2nd, 2017, Bitcoin Core Wallet Tutorial. So if you want to start there and then work your way up, like do some research, man. YouTube, you watch YouTube for all the other silliness. Change your focus over to the most serious money. So that's my piece on the security piece right there. Uh, Tariq, thanks for calling in, Lord. You got another question? Are you good? No, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I pretty much uh, answered that, man. I appreciate the answers, guys. All right, man. Thanks for coming in, Lord. We're going to talk to you in a minute. Peace. All right. Next caller from 585 your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Five eight five seven five four. Peace, peace. This is Big Clay calling from New York. Team Aquarius. Big Clay, what up? What up? What up? Team Aquarius in the building. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, peace, peace to everybody on the line, man. I'm just enjoying the conversation. Uh, you know, I just. I'm very passionate about this topic, you know, so I just wanted to get on the line, man, and just, you don't, you don't get an opportunity to have too many high-level conversations, you know, when it comes to Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, 
uh, like that. So I just want to, you know, take my hat off to, you know, Coach Kyrie for putting this together and, you know, for Michael Phoenix and uh, Ben Meister for coming through and showing love. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, basically ask uh, a question for those people who may be listening that they may be able to gain some value from, if, you know, if they listen to live or if they, you know, catch the download about the, something like what you said earlier with the volatility of it and and how, you know, it could be very emotional and it, it could kind of drive you, you know, crazy if you if, if you don't understand the the long game, you know, and how important is it, you know, would you say for people to, like, read the white paper, you know, to, to, to really do the research on these companies, but, you know, especially, you know, Bitcoin, it's just like the brand, you know, and understand why there is value. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline to kind of get people to hate on it, to say, I told you so with the pullbacks and all that. But can you just touch on some of the reasons of why Bitcoin has value and, and also what's the value of like studying so that you can have that calmness when the water started to get a little choppy? Was that a question for me? Um, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Every question is for you. Hell yeah. yeah. Every question okay. is for you. You the guest. You in the hot seat, bro. Get, get, take it my away. My bad, my bad. So, first and foremost, I would say it costs about $1,000 in energy just to make one Bitcoin. So, that alone makes it more valuable than a fiat currency that we're utilizing now because it costs a fraction of a cent that's worth about a fraction of a cent now. Um, or, less, you know, or somewhere around there. Uh, so, that right there. Out the, out, the, out the gate uh, Bitcoin holds value Because we believe it holds value And we're also Backing it with our fiat currency We're purchasing it's, uh, uh, Fractions of these coins Or whole coins And we're backing it by utilizing our fiat currency To purchase it as well Until we're transferring that value from fiat Into the crypto world that way as well um, And So it's not just paper money Only of all the money out there, 30% of it is paper money. The rest of it is digital. So once it's, that value is transferred, it's in a new realm at, per, per se. And so bit, uh, Bitcoin holds value and will hold value because it's a deflationary coin that will increase in value the more it is utilized. It's, it's not a bubble. It is actually a currency with value. And a, def- a deflationary coin makes it worth more and more and more over time as and with more use, the more pervasive it gets throughout society. So that would be my answer as to why it's value. Also, tremendous scarcity. There's only 16.7 million of the 21 million mined right now. So it's incredibly scarce, 350 million in the U.S. alone, billions in other countries and other continents, worldwide currency that is being leveraged. So as you can see, if you position yourself right now and you're holding whole coins, when this massive wealth transfer comes in, the, in, the, in, it's going to be worth more and more and more, and the value is going to go through the roof. You know, as, that as well as other cryptocurrencies. So it, it absolutely holds value. Okay, okay, yep, yep. And I just wanted to uh, do one more thing for the people who may be listening, because I, I, you know, I, I do a little bit of teaching in my little small circles as well. And a lot of people seem to think that Bitcoin gets hacked when these 
you know, these different mining pools or these different exchanges get hacked, but the actual Bitcoin blockchain proof of work has never been hacked. So, so can you just clear some of that up for the people who may not, um, you know, uh, be able to distinguish the difference between the two? I don't think I could clear it up for them because no matter what you're saying, they're going to have their little, you know, issues. But I, uh, yeah, I think you're correct. That I don't think any of these blockchains are going to it's a read-only database. I don't think any of them. It's a it's a consensus algorithm read-only database, right? And and none of them have been hacked. An uh, exchange being hacked is is a medium between us and crypto. An exchange is just where you buy and sell the coins. Them being hacked is like a bank being hacked, you know, uh, or broken into or stolen or robbed from. It, it it has nothing to do with the actual cryptocurrency itself. The currency is just the tool, and that tool has not been hacked. Okay. Yeah, let me. I want to. I want to add on to that piece. Um, just, it's important to, like, consider the full context of what Bitcoin, Bitcoin specifically represents, and other cryptocurrencies like it. Bitcoin, uh, the the Bitcoin network is the largest functional supercomputer in the world. There is no other computer that is performing a single function to uh, generate generate what what it's doing, and what it's doing is cryptographically securing the ledger. Like that is that is the core function of Bitcoin is to to add crypt, cryptographic um, protection to the ledger, and it's the like billions of dollars. Uh, in investments in computer technology in order to get in order to produce the ledger that it has to this point which when when we talk about intrinsic value the ledger the ledger being able to produce the ledger itself uh, like like you uh, the bitmeister med, spoke to just kind of briefly about a th- um, I think you said a thousand dollars worth of energy for, to produce a block or something like that like the amount of money that goes into producing just the fact of the ledger, the fact that it exists, the fact that these computers are computing at the rate they are to produce this thing, um, like it, it cannot be it cannot be hacked. The only way it can be hacked is if there is another supercomputer that is more powerful that can reproduce the entire ledger in ten minutes. That's the only way to hack the cryptographic security of the, of the ledger or to invalidate the consensus rules. But the only way to invalidate the consensus rules is to agree to different ones. But if you don't want to agree to those different ones, then you can continue to agree to the same ones that you have. So it's based on consent. Like the being able to hack this thing is based on your consent and being able to install a supercomputer that is more powerful than what the Bitcoin network is at. Okay. 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 And uh, one la- one last thing. One last thing. All right. One last thing, because I want I want y'all pers- I want I want y'all kind of take on this, you know, because I'm I've been Clay, trading. I've been Big Clay. Your ass. Big Clay. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but hey, next week your ass gonna be on the damn panel. I'm interviewing your ass right now. You asking all these good ass alley you. I'm going to let you run the point hey. guard. Don't let me get laryngitis. I had your ass on hey. here running the damn board. You, you you showing out tonight. You like a Dennis Smith Jr. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching oh, you, you, brother. Come on. Are, yeah, yeah. All you got to do is pull up. All you got to do is pull up. 
I'm a I'm I'm from I'm you know you know I'm from. <laughs> Hold on before you ask that next question. Uh, we will be having an after party because I got to ask Bitmeister like this super joint that had him pissed off the other day. So if you want to know what pissed off the Bitmeister, and he can't talk about integrity. That's my thing right there. He can't talk about integrity. So please call in if you're listening to the show like via the computer or laptop. It's going to shut off in eight minutes if you're on the computer. But if you're on the phone, you Gucci. The number is 917-889-3803. 917-889-3803. Please call in right now because you do not want to miss this piece about integrity and who you listen to. I always save the best for last, okay? So he over there, this was all warm-ups. You see what I'm saying? So do not do not let the line get cut off because you was on the computer. I told you seven minutes before the show, stop broadcasting. If you on the phone, you good. And we always save the best for the after parties when we, break, when we turn the lights down low and set up the boom-boom room. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's Bitcoin, the B in Bitcoin basics is for boom-boom, all right? Just want to let y'all know that. All right, Michael Clay, come on and run that last question for the for the fam. Okay, okay. So we, you know, I seen I seen the topic and it was talking about strategies, and and the Bitcoin price is a little bit scary to a lot of people when they look at it. Now I want to I want to get you know y'all's take on dollar cost averaging and maybe even working together as a team to, to, to dollar cost average. Just, for example, me and my family, I, hey, I might not be able to responsibly do 300 or $200 a week, but if four members of my family could do 25 or $50 a week and we like a coin and we do it every week, you see some amazing things happen. I've been doing some studies on this, and I want to know what y'all have y'all done any research on dollar cost averaging, and how do y'all feel about it when it comes to long term investment and being disciplined and, and, and believing in the products that you invest in. Um, my response to that would be that you don't know your true ROI unless you do it dollar cost averaging because you go. It, it's a very volatile space. And you're going to always purchase at a different price point. And sometimes it can be higher or lower or whatnot. So you actually want to keep track of your purchases over a period of time, so you can know. Uh, it, it, you know, it can also help you anticipate corrections and stuff like that as well. But you know, uh, it, it, it ensures that you're getting the optimal ROI um, or or not optimal, but at least average and above ROI when you're doing dollar cost averaging and you're not entering at a price point that's ridiculous or whatnot. So I think that's an important thing to do. As far as group economics and investing, I think that's a tremendous thing to do as well if you can do that where, you're, you know, people in your family can come off of a little bit of money that's not crippling to anybody and every week contribute and get the exponential growth of the coins from doing group economics and practicing group economics in that aspect as well. So uh, I think I think both of them are great tools to utilize, uh, especially at this moment in time in this cryptocurrency and massive wealth transfer as part of positioning yourself. 
I think that you know that bring, that that whole concept is beautiful. Hey, that's 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 all I asked. That's all I wanted to ask right there. You know, that's that's called family trust. That's called family trust, and they don't have to be blood. You know, y'all, let's 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 make this thing happen. Let's make this thing happen. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, Michael Phoenix, me on the line, man. Oh no, you ain't going nowhere, Clay. You just hold on for the after party. You in the boom boom room now. Hold on, Michael Phoenix, he got something to say. He over there biting at the bit. Mike, what you got for that? Uh, well, yeah, dollar cost averaging. I mean, that's. I think that's really the best way to do it, just because. Uh, you, you keep a track on, you know, when when you bought in and when when is the ideal price to buy in. If you know, like, if you've seen that, if you bought in early and maybe you bought it on a rise and you just had you got caught up in emotion, then you're like, oh man, it corrected. Well, if you believe in it, if you believe in the technology and it corrected, that's just it's just the correction is giving you another opportunity to buy in at a better price which lowers your overall uh, dollar average, you know, and then, then that, that increases your overall long-term returns. I think right. that's, uh, that, to me, that's the smartest way to play. Yeah. See, I'm an athlete, you know, and a lot of people are thinking about the flip game. That's like trying to go and you just want to play pickup and just get a little sweat in. But when you come to practice every day or every week, then you planning for games. You planning to try to go win a championship. You planning to really compete for something and really come together. You're not just in it, uh, okay, let me come in out here and see who playing at the court today. Like, nah, you really invested in it, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this because it's very important. And we, I, I'm, st- I'm still waiting, Coach, for you to go in on the astrological tip because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to ride on that show. You know, Bitcoin is so return <laughs> with today. And that Jupiter is sitting real nice right Across from the ascendant on the seventh house cusp on the solar return this year. So, see, yes, see, right. Five, so, five forty-eight so, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, solar return chart. Look it up. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, um, um, Bitmeister. I told you how my crew was. I told you that when they, they long in the tooth, you know what I'm saying? They like they they do this astrology. They want this paper. Like we long in the tooth around here. So. Um, we're going to do a little shout out on the astrology for them who stay all the way to the end because I get kind of, I, I get kind of ham and long winded, you know, and I, and I ain't want to take up, you know, I'm already ticking up my, you know, the brother's time as a guest. So if he want to stick around after this last one, cause I'm really feeling that he getting ready to go all the way in on this next alley-oop I'm going to throw him. If he want to stick around after that, you know what I'm saying, while we spaz out a little bit on this cosmophysics, then I definitely ain't got no problem with that. Because even, he was even throwing in different dates, you know what I'm saying? I was looking at October as the conception, uh, January as the birthday, but then he was like May, he was like May 22nd, you know, with uh, Gemini at, at one degrees, because that's when the two pizzas were ordered. And he made a very valid point. But we're not going to go into that right now. That's like the advanced part of the boom, boom, boom. That's when, like, the strippers is all the way butt naked. Like, right now, all the strippers just got on two pieces. So when we get to the astrology part, that's when jugglers is just straight butt naked. Everybody, everyone should already have their children in bed at this time right here. So before we get to the butt naked part, let me get to this last question. So don't go nowhere. I'm leaving your mic open. I just want you to chill. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. Okay, all right, all right. I got you. 
Bitmeister, Bitmeister, Bitmeister. You thought you was going to get away with this last piece of strategy, huh? <laughs> no, sir, my brother. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't play that. Um, One thing that I have learned as a relationship coach and as an astrologer, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you are going asking information from somebody who like whatever your lane is, like if you would you go get your transmission fixed at McDonald's? No, because they serve hamburgers. If you wanted to ask somebody about French fries, you wouldn't go to Jiffy Lube. They change oil. You see what I'm saying? And so I see often a lot of people like in my social media feed asking about Mercury retrograde. But you ain't no astrologer. How you got something to say? You just repeating what you heard somebody else say. And to me, I say that's very dangerous that you're just repeating what someone else says. It's a two-part question I'm going come to come to you with. When people throw, you just got in the game, like Tariq was like, oh, yo, I'm in here. And Tariq even asked you, like, what are some of the good coins to start with? He was looking for, some, he was looking for that altcoin love, but you held back. Why is it that the Bitmaster doesn't just throw altcoins out? You had all night. You could have been like, all right, I'm gonna, y'all stay to the end. I'm going to give you all a sure winner, yada, yada, yada. Why is it that you think it's dangerous for somebody to just listen to somebody telling them about a coin, and why doesn't the Bitmeister just throw out coins and be like, Coach, you had me on the show. Go get this coin. Michael Phoenix, you a nerd. Go get this coin. Why you ain't or uh, uh, Tariq, you a newbie? Just go get this little, go get this little altcoin. Why you don't do that, man? What's up with that? How, what's your feelings toward people just listening to anybody about a coin? At the core, it's unethical and and and, and it's also buffoonery because you can't tell somebody when they're investing until you see the complete buffoonery. You don't know what they're dealing with. You One more time. What to One more time. Give. Give give it to him one more time, one more time. Say it one more time, loud and proud for me. You can't do what? You cannot tell somebody what to invest in, or even give them any tips in regard to what to invest in, unless you're looking at their complete portfolio in the cryptocurrency space, right? There are wow. coins that are platforms, and then there are tokens that leverage those platforms, and there are tokens that are just utilizing the exact same code of of the father coin at first day, like say Bitcoin and Litecoin. Litecoin is used in Bitcoin's uh, code. Um, so there are things that leverage other coins. And so uh, if you're going to do true diversification in the space, you probably want to go across sectors. There's different ways to do it. There's coins serving different sectors. There's some that are services, some that are in the fintech field, some that are in the storage kind of uh, sector and you want to kind of leverage different sectors and ensure that they're not leveraging the same coin so if bitcoin tanks you know it, it affects particular coins you know that that are utilizing the same code or the same concept if neo goes down there that's a platform that others are leveraging and not necessarily goes down it's a redundant space per se but if something impacts the the platform that others are leveraging, it's going to it's going to have an effect on those that are leveraging it. So you have to have um, you have to look at what the 
coins that they're holding and the amount of the coins that they're holding, and you have to look at, you know, um, the technologies those coins represent. There's a kind of like a matrix that goes on, and it's not anybody who's just going to say, oh, yeah, that's a great investment. I mean, they can tell you what's a good investment, I suppose. Can they tell you what to buy? I don't think anybody can tell you what to buy unless they're looking at your portfolio at that moment in time. You can say this is a good investment because of the technology and the team behind it and whatnot, but they can't say, hey, this is something you should add to your portfolio unless they're looking at your portfolio. What's the reason, Bitmeister or anybody, need, why, do I, why do you need to see my whole portfolio, man? Just give me the coin, man. Stop being so tight with it, man. What you trying to do? I'm trying to come up, player. Just go ahead and give me the coin, man. Why you got to look at my whole portfolio? There are different sectors within the space. So like, and so you want to make sure if you're diversifying properly that you're not all in one, all in storage and sire coin, for instance. Those are kind of serving the same sector, and there's something that can disrupt that particular sector and wipe it out and it moves in a different direction. So you want to make sure that you are represented in multiple sectors in regard to the coins that you're choosing, the price point of those coins and the number of those coins. It also helps you reduce the volatility that you will see. So you're not all you're not all staked in a Bitcoin and going up and down with Bitcoin per se and having a forty percent correction you know, because some of your money is spread across these other sectors and other coins that are more steady or, or, or in a different trajectory, you know? So it all depends. Like Litecoin has a pattern. You look at Litecoin over a period of time, you know that it has its runs, but you know that it dithers around the same price point for a longer period of time than say Ether or Bitcoin t- tends to do, even, even though Ether was doing that lately. But Bitcoin doesn't tend to stay steady for too long. It has in the past when it, when, when it crashed back down after Bangkok, but it doesn't tend to stay low for too long. It tends to dither for a little bit and then makes a run. Dithers makes a run. You know, swing traders or people cash out, it, it, it consolidates, and then boom, it makes another run and exceeds its prior high. So, you, you know, I guess that would be my answer. So you're trying to protect us emotionally. You're trying to keep me keep my head level in the game so I can make my next decision, right? I well, I I'm trying to reduce volatility. I'm trying to, uh, you know what? I would say you're correct because that's exactly what's going on. When you're reducing the volatility, the emotional aspect is not as there as as bad. But you're also not subjected to, like, if you needed to borrow money against your cryptocurrency. You're not going to be subjected to that crazy volatility, and maybe the day that you need that money is going to be a, a, a correction, a 40% correction in Bitcoin that day, and all of your funds will not be tied up in that correction, right? There's other things that are going to maybe, you know, when usually when Bitcoin is not behaving well, Bitcoin cash goes through the roof. Usually those things kind of ha- behave in opposites, or um, when Bitcoin goes on a run, everything else tanks, you know, but you have to just know what you're dealing with and try to get a good mix that kind of makes you resilient to the volatility as resilient as you can get. You're not going to get that. You're not going to be that successful, but more successful if you're spread across multiple sectors and multiple coins. Word up, word up. Um, Thank you. Thank that right there was huge right there, ladies and gentlemen, to be, as I say, have a harmonious, portfolio instead of top heavy or bottom heavy 
have a harmonious portfolio, all right? So uh, soon I'm going to be, um, like, I got to get, I, I, I want the brother to check my portfolio out so he can help me. That was like the conversation. Like, he talked me down off the ledge today. Like, I had my finger all on the trigger getting ready to, you know, getting ready to do something. And he say, don't do it or do it. He was like, I ain't seen your portfolio. And he didn't give me no coin. Well, really, he had something to say in his conversation, and I still didn't, I didn't move on none of them because I was like, well, I don't want to make myself heavy, too heavy on one side, and then I don't need that, and then I got to go sell it and lose in fees or whatever, you know. So I'm a big proponent, Proverbs 3.5, lean not on your own understanding. You know what I'm saying? Bitmeister probably got some damn homeboys that he be hollering at, you know what I'm saying, in his cipher, you know, that keep him on his square. So um, that was one of the reasons why I brought him to the family so we can watch his videos that he does, but also for those of us who want to be more serious investors to, yeah, we're going to put some bread in, in his pocket too. That's how that's what Black Wall Street is about. We're going to support one another, and we're going to um, sell to everyone else. But we're first going to support one another. And so the brothers out here, my particular energy reading on him and looking at his chart today is, the brother's operating out of integrity. He got Gemini in the first house. You know, with, he got Saturn in the first house. So if he even try to shit you, he's going to be brought down to his knees, like, immediately. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really going into that earlier today, but, you know, like, the brother, you know, he really can't afford it karmically to do nobody wrong. So anybody that I run across like that, I think that we should support him as a community. So the brother also has services, you know, where you can go to him and, uh, have your portfolio analyzed. Now, if you only got Coinbase, you ain't necessarily got a portfolio. But that don't mean don't go see him. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think for sure what he's offering is ridiculously uh, moderately priced. And if you're serious about um, about your future, 2009, you invest in weed, you, you buy hair, you getting Jordans, you know, you did. I, I know a whole lot of y'all spent $500 or more for Christmas for Mr. Satan Claus. I mean, Santa Claus, excuse me, did I say that? Um, so we definitely can um, look out for, you know, some of the things that his brother is uh, has already and some of the things that he's going to be rolling out. And I'm going to definitely be helping him roll them out for sure on my platforms. So um, be on the lookout for that. Y'all get prepared. Stop eating out so damn much and start putting you some coins to the side so you can go see the Bitmeister so you'll be out here operating with some light instead of just, you know, some tomfoolery. Now, speaking of tomfoolery, I want to talk about, because I'm going to say it, the Bitmeister ain't going to say it, but I will. What's your boy's name? Uh, not Claude Anderson. What's the black dude's name on um, on YouTube? Oh, uh, He got the glasses on. He always talking about how he got a Ph.D. in finance. Boyce Watkins. Somebody's. Boys, Doctor Boys Watkins. Yeah, 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 what, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Boys, Boys Watkins, Mister Watkins. You understand? Because I even today, like I was talking to Bitmeister, we was having a good time. Then he want to annoy me talking about, do you know Boys Watkins? And you and you can ask him. I was a little annoyed. I was like, oh yeah, man, we talking. Why you want to talk about him? But anyway, he brought up a good point about. Oh, Boise Boyce. And um, I'm not tearing him down when he's in his lane. When he's in his lane, he popping. But he got a 
pure bad tendency of getting out of his lane and, to me, not operating in integrity by letting crazy stuff go down on his watch. Like, for me, I don't let crazy stuff go down on my watch, whereas you just – but especially if you're going to exploit people to get bread out of them and then let crazy stuff go down. So he has a group, a crypto group, a black crypto group, which I don't understand because buying black has never worked in the history of anything. We are already consumers all the time, and we train to buy, not sell. Every other nationality on planet Earth is always selling, 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 selling to everyone else, and all we do is buy all the time. And then to come and talk about buy black to me is economic suicide. And so here comes a person who says, I got a Ph.D., and I, you want, and I want you to call me Dr. Boyce Watkins, but you're prescribing economic suicide by buying black. And that was not the formula of Black Wall Street. The formula for Black Wall Street was, and I will stand on this all day easily. I'm not going to do no debates because I ain't getting into that. I'm just going to punch you in your throat, and that will be the end of it. It was <laughs> – yeah, I ain't going through all that. I don't do um, – I'm not scared of an MMA wrestler. Because they have rules, you know, so they have rules like I poke eyes, I kick you in the nuts, I do all type of stuff, you know what I'm saying, that a Tai Chi master would do or a Bagua master would do. Those are those are my children, you know what I'm saying? MMA fighters, those are my children. And you know what I'm saying? I respect my children, but my children are not going to come up here and think they're going to run up on me. So um, it is not just buy black. It is buy from one another and sell to everyone else. The Chinese, they keep their money in the community. Why? Because they buy from one another, and they sell Chinese food to everybody around the world. They sell technology to everyone around the world. Uh, the Jews with the diamonds or the Germans with their cars, every culture. But here we are with this person who wants to be a leader who I know got personal issues because, unfortunately, I got too much information. I'm like Daddy Pope out here from Scandal. You know what I'm saying? I got files on everybody, Bitmeister. I ain't tell you that early, like, People just be coming from 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 people's camps. Be like, oh, you ain't know this. Like when you was asking, we were talking about another person today. His name start with a P, but we ain't gonna mention that anyway. So the brother says buy black, but he doesn't talk about no sales strategy whatsoever. And then he got forty thousand people in the group, and if he getting one percent out of that, that's four hundred people kicking out a major dough. And I know he's doing more than a one percent conversion ratio. So in this room, Bitmeister, you were there. Why did you go into other rooms and check them out? What are you doing going in other rooms, and what happened while you were in there, and what is it that you, you know what I'm saying, saw that maybe you liked and saw some things that maybe you wouldn't do yourself personally? I mean, if you're in the cryptocurrency space, you just it's like keeping your ear to the street. You just want to be involved in all of these groups to see – what the trends are, what are people, you know, what people are talking about. But truthfully, when I was in his group, I purchased a couple of his courses before, you know, in regard to relaying financial strat- uh, concepts to children, so we can guarantee that they grow up understanding the the keys to wealth and stuff like that. And I totally, totally resonated with me. I joined the cryptocurrency group uh, just to to network and you know. And I found that when I was in that group, I was actually providing value because there's a lot of misinformation and there's tons of misinformation. And it's, it's really, it was just a, 
to me a big group of a pissing contest kind of a thing. And it, and with me, my interaction was with uh, a miner, some guy who was mining the Bitcoin, and um, he was talking about how it was a success. You know, somebody was telling me that you know somebody put up a story about a man in Kenya who was mining and his numbers and his ROI was off the charts. And I was like, the only reason that they could possibly get numbers like that in Kenya is if the electricity is cheap. And then that it led to a uh, kind of a debate, even though I wasn't debating about it, you know it's more expensive because it, their currency is worth less, and so therefore it's more expensive for them to operate. But the thing is, they're mining cryptocurrencies, they're mining a currency, they're mining Bitcoin. Their expenses are going to be leveraged against Bitcoin. How much Bitcoin are you mining? Okay, and what are your expenses to get this Bitcoin? You minus your expenses from the total revenue that you you know that you. And that's that. It's math. It's straight up. However, there's this little philosophical difference that occurred. And then this person comes in, and he's who has a minor. And Doctor Boyce uh, actually interviewed this guy and everything, and, and, and uh, you know, they're showing off the stream. And I didn't care about that. Who cares, you know? And uh, they start saying, "Oh, you know, those numbers aren't too far off." Those, you know, some astronomical ROI that this person's talking about. And then this guy's saying those numbers aren't too far off which I thought was crazy because it takes a million dollars to mine Bitcoin profitably, okay? If you have one and two little miners, you're not mining it profitably. And the only reason you can mine it profitably is because it surged up to $20,000, and you had a window of time that you can mine it at an extreme profit. However, what happens is a lot of miners move back into mining Bitcoin, and the hash rate for mining goes up, and it reduces the effectiveness, the effectiveness of your miner, and 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 then it leads to less returns. And so it's just a window of time that you can do that for. And I own miners, I have miners, I've mined with a GPU miner, I know what ASIC miners, I have all of that, I know the math. Eleven cents per kilowatt hour is what we're dealing with out here where I live. I, and so I know the expenses, I, you know, I know what's real. And then this person saying, you know, and then I'm like, how are you, you know, and I basically say, how is it that you are able to defy math that anybody else is adhering to? Like, how is it that you're telling people that you did this profitably when you only have done it profitably in the last probably six to eight weeks when it's gone nuts? Prior to that, like two months ago, there's no way you were mining profitably. It's not mathematically possible with this whole setup. I don't care if it's seven cents per kilowatt hour in Kenya. No, you are not getting X amount of money that you're saying. You know what I'm saying? It's not happening. You're making people think out they can go out there and just purchase 10 miners and then just quit work. You know what I mean? Uh, it's not that way. But long term, it is that way. And you're going to have windows of time where it is profitable. And that person at that moment in time, I guess, realized that I asked a real question and then got kicked out of the group from asking that question. And so, I, you know, that led me to, you know, I'm trying not to be emotional about it, you know, because it, it, there's probably many uh, administrators in there. But I felt like, you know, of course, that's a separate move. But on top of it, that's a lot of misinformation. And that made me realize you don't want to be in a group with 40,000 people in there. And there's a lot of people. And all it is is I'm investing in this coin, this coin, this coin, this coin. A bunch of nonsense. There is nothing. Like, I have a group, like. I made sure that I groomed an environment of people who had the right mindset and were looking at the right things, and that's why I do these videos to make sure that you're focused on the right things, you know? 
because otherwise you're inundated with a plethora of nonsense, what's real from what's not, who's successful, who's not. Would you rather leverage information from somebody successful in the game that can show and prove exactly what they're saying, or would you rather just go into a forum with 40,000 people who are having a pissing contest and saying, you know, and pretending that they know stuff that they don't? There are no true experts in this game, to tell you the truth. There are no true experts. There's people who have experience and people who do not. And would you leverage somebody who has experience that is being successful or somebody who's just talking the game and has chump change in the game and, and they're just putting out some nonsensical banter out there that, you know, people are listening to it. So it's a very dangerous game. The game is cold. And for boys watching the whole group, take this, take this, boys. That's right. We're hitting you with the gong. Get up out of here. Get up out of here with that mess. You know what I'm saying? Man, I, yes. I want to say, though, I don't have a problem with the dude himself. I have a problem with the format of that group, though. You see what I'm saying? And, and I think that when speaking on Bitcoin is not his forte. And, and speaking on cryptocurrencies is not his forte. But I, I do have an issue with the construct of that group. You know, that's, that, that's not helping anybody. I'm going to stay public, and I'm going to tell you this. As a leader in my community who recognizes other leaders, you wouldn't have been investing in Bitcoin back in February and then only open your mouth in November if you was a real leader. The man said he'd been putting stacks in Bitcoin ever since February, and he ain't got now video before November. And I said now video because I'm from the country. He ain't got now video, no video, Nathan at all before November. So you trying to tell me you for the liberation of black finances and you waited until November and you've been investing in since February or January, man, get the hell out of here. And rule number two of leadership, I don't care what race you from is shit rolls downhill. And we, and, and the leader is always responsible. Ain't nobody in the group. It ain't your other admin. It's always you. So if you put your mouth on it, like me, if the Bitmeister do something crazy, I put my mouth on it. So then I got to go back and clean it up. So he got 40000 in there, then you should have thought about it. You should have had some more vision in that. So for me, I want people to select. Well, you could select whoever you want to, but I I like to roll with visionaries, and I just don't appreciate. And, and, and we're supposed to be checking our peers because that's his number one thing, how he gets views. is all, He's always checking somebody. He's always checking um 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 Umar Umar, Johnson. Umar Johnson. Or he's checking a yeah, or, or he's checking a female. You know what I'm saying? Or you doing you know what I'm saying? He's doing a whole bunch of up to me a whole bunch of girlish type nature thing. You know what I'm saying? And he won't debate he you or say nothing to you. He throws a but you can't throw no shade back unless you pay him forty dollars a month to be in his network. Then he'll come on and let you get on his show and either debate you or he'll exploit his followers so you can make some money with him and I'm not with that. That's my that's my problem, and I said it publicly. You know what I'm saying, and so I avoid him. I ain't talking. I'm just giving the facts up, like my like my aunt Maggie said. No judgment, just fact. That's what my observation is. And if and if some people got something from him, then that's all good. You know what I'm saying, like you know. But I don't. Me personally, I don't. If it smells like something else, then I I feel it's something else, and I don't feel it's all you know on the up and up. What what he say it is, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, when you got people in your camp whispering about you 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and it's too much that adds up when they're whispering, then you got to be careful. Like, I know jokers will, um, who might try to come and whisper out of my camp, but guess what? All you're going to have to all you're going to have to say is things of integrity because I'm not going to be out here doing that or that type of stuff. So just even when you came, like I, I didn't even join the group. And I saw that first interview they did about the dude mining and all this other type of stuff. And at the end of the show, you know about a value ladder. What did he say? Let's go ahead and sign up for this right here. He gave him a strong call to action. He pumped him up real high and gave him a strong call to action. And like, you know, but then, like you said, turn around into a, pissing contest so be careful of those groups like that that just you just out here asking everybody you think i should hodl you think i should sell what do you think about tron why 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 and like it really gives me a headache because i'm in one of those groups right now but i hardly it's but it's a, a telegraph or something from like official bitcoin on instagram but i don't go and I, I, I look at what official bitcoin says from instagram but, like, his chat room is just ridiculously off the chain. Like, it's just too much. You know what I'm saying? I don't see – I definitely don't see nobody and they really get no bread. So that's my piece right there on watching where you get your information at. Michael Phoenix, come on, man. You sitting over there chilling, you know what I'm saying? Uh, vibe in about how you feel about people just asking whoever or just, you know, trying to just – you know, use a shotgun to hit the side of a uh, to hit the side of a barn. What do you think about that theory? Uh, I mean, you don't you don't mind you know my stance. You got to do the fundamentals first. Like with fundamentals, with fundamental fundamental analysis in stocks is, you know, that's been tried and true, and we know what that is. But fundamentals with coins and cryptocurrency, um, we're still learning what that is. And for me, it's all about the use case. The use case of the coin rules all and if it has a good use case then i'm interested to to even research even further and then i look at um the white paper and if the white paper is good then i go in and i look at the developer community and how robust is the developer community and then i look at how 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 much is the network built out and then i look at the code and all all those basic analysis type things are the precursor to me investing or purchasing a coin because if I'm going into a coin, I'm not coming back out of it. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not with the flip game. I'm with the compounding returns game. I want more coins and I'm only going to put my money into coins that I believe in. Like I'm not, the, to me, this is in no way, shape, or form a get-rich-quick plan. Like to me, this <laughs> this is trans, a transition point in in the fundamental way that this world operates. And I'm trying to set myself up with a platform and a foundation to be able to navigate in that new world once it becomes more commercially viable in in the in the full uh, technolo- technological adoption. Um, and that's that's like ten years, fifteen years down the road. So to me, I don't. I, with the volatility right now, the and this is this is a lesson I learned with Ripple specifically. With the volatility, I don't exit Satoshi's unless I know that I'm going to be able to re-enter at a better position, meaning compound my returns. Like I'm not interested in getting out of 
reducing or getting out of my position with Satoshi's in anything unless I know I can come back in at a better space. And it took me it took me losing Satoshi's but still having more US dollars than when I started. Like I still have an increase in US dollars, but I've lost Satoshi's. So to me, like that that's the hard lesson that I've learned with Ripple because it's a coin that I you know, I, I see the value of it. I don't necessarily believe in it. I'm going to buy into it because I see the use for it in the space. And, you know, I've lost over half of my half of my um, coins by exiting when I was looking at a longer term uh, longer term reentry that just didn't pan out. And the, the signals weren't clear and the indicators weren't there. So, like, that, to me, I, I'm in it for the long term, and I'm not getting rid of, I'm not getting rid of any more of my Satoshis. No thanks. <laughs> you see, I'm with the HODL game, uh, uh, Bitmeister. I told you, like, that's... That's the move. And, that's what, and nothing else makes sense. I will not lose my position for anything. Not happening. Yeah. So you hey, man, I appreciate. I appreciate. So, uh, sorry, I got to jump off. I appreciate uh, being able to come on and uh, share share my thoughts and and chop it up. Hey, well, before you go, you know all we gotta do is do is tell you this. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling <laughs> good, Louis. Feeling good, Michael. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Thanks for coming through, man. I'm gonna holler at you in a minute. All right, man. Peace. Right, Word up. So, um, yeah. So, it's just me and you and Big Clay. I got another caller calling in from the three three zero three three zero four seven five. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? What's up? This is Eric dialing in from Atlanta, Georgia. What's popping? Five thousand, baby. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> yeah. Man, I just wanted to kind of, um, you know, add on to, to this current conversation and what I've been learning is when it comes to, to Bitcoin is something I didn't even have front and center at all. Really what this all comes down to is integrity. And this is this integrity word just keeps coming up in my life over the course of the past couple of months in so many different areas, so many different walks, so many different conversations that I've been having. And what we have to understand is, first, what is integrity? In one sense, integrity is how much what you say and what you do are lined up. So in a, in a way, actually, Boyce does have integrity in his group because he says he's a financial advisor and he's giving, he says he's a finance guy and he's giving people advice from that perspective. But we know that to be in line with integrity of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, this is not a hustle this is a technology thing. Like Michael was saying, this is, this is setting a whole new wave and trend in society. So he is not in integrity by giving advice and even talking about cryptocurrencies because he's not talking about the technology behind it. Everybody is talking like this is a hustle. And this is something I had to come to terms with because I thought I came in, you know what I'm saying? It was like 7,000, shot up to almost 20 Gs. And I was like, oh, I was doing the money dance. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I was concentrated on. But that's not even what it's about. 
because as soon as it started coming back down, my money dance got real. I was like, hold on, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it wasn't until that point that I really started researching into the technology and what is the blockchain? How, can, how is it being used? What are its potentials? You know what I'm saying? And what, what is it? What is this thing really? And then once I really got into that, I'm finding all sorts of different things out now about mining and how you can get into it at a lower, uh, lower entry point and all the sorts of different arrangements and things that are actually way more interesting than me trying to just flip my money. Because I've been, I've been hearing about Forex, for example, to compare it in my, my, my journey. I've been hearing about Forex for at least two years, three years, you know what I'm saying? And there's just so many other things that have been way more interesting to me than to study Forex that it's just been put on the back burner, put on the back burner, put on the back burner. So it's like, at this point, like, I'm just dropping it, like, more or less totally, you know what I'm saying? Like, because the, the, the blockchain is just so much more interesting to me. So integrity, integrity, integrity. It will get you everywhere or it will keep you from going anywhere. And it all just depends on, you know what I'm saying, how you look at this whole thing. Because something that came to me, I was in meditation, and I was thinking about, you know, mindset. And this, this whole word, it's like a real huge buzzword right now. But people don't understand that is, if it's true that mind over matter, then that it's also true that your mindset will be control your behindset. And Bitcoin and cryptocurrency <laughs> is a huge example of that exact principle. If your mind is not right, then your money will not be right at the end of this whole thing. So that's my piece on mm. that. And I just wanted to throw that into the cipher. Bitmeister, I'm going to ask you to just comment on that right there. You know, he need to be on the panel. What you got to say about that, Bitmeister, and integrity? I think that integrity is a big part of this game. I think that you have to be um, in it to win it. Uh, and, and with the hollow gang, but as far as I'll give you a, a, what I perceive as true integrity in this cryptocurrency game, and, and that is a move that Charlie Lee, the inventor of Litecoin, just did. He lets it, he, he's let it be known that he has a better position in Bitcoin than he does in Litecoin, and he invented Litecoin. So think about that. So he's already loaded, and what he did is that he came off of all of his Litecoin and gave it away to charities and whatnot. He no longer has any real equity in, in Litecoin while running and being at the helm of Litecoin. And I think that's the ultimate integrity because he realized that he was in a position of compromising himself because he couldn't even comment on Litecoin positively without it looking like collusion or like as though he was trying to make it come up financially. And to get rid of that stigma, he, he sold all of his Litecoin, and he still stayed at the helm and runs the company because it's kind of like a child to him. So he has, you know, this game is, the way it is made in this perfect true economy, technologically speaking, this little setup is, is beautiful, and, uh, and, and it leads to integrity because it's committed to a blockchain that cannot be reversed or changed. And so it's going to be conducive to integrity. And, and I see leaders like what Charlie Lee is doing 
where he's not making it all about pre-mined coins and financial come up, and he's doing it for the betterment of mankind or whatnot, is ultimately uh, tremendous integrity as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Big shouts out to Charlie Lee up in this building. Charlie Lee, we give you a shout out. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good, Charlie. <laughs> Yo, I cracked myself up. I'm just trying to get. Hey, if anybody got some sound effects that they want to send me, I do need me some more bomb droppings. I want. I need a machine gun, and I want some like that Muhammad Ali Rumble Young Man Rumble. So if there's anybody out there. That does sound effects, and you got a little package. You can send me some MP3s. You know, hook me up. We might do some bartering or some exchanging, or I can throw you a couple coins or something. I don't know. My coins ain't really long like that yet. Where I can just be talking about, I'm gonna give you a half a light coin and stuff like that. You know, in the future, hopefully I'll be able to do something like that. But uh, right now, I got a couple of satoshi for you if you want to do that. Um, but right now, you know, if somebody is out there listening and you've got a hook up on some sound effects. Please holler at your boy. Um, man, tonight's show has been um, epic, man. Fitmeister, uh, E, you just came in and, like, just blew the whole thing, like, all the way up. You know, um, I'm going to even ask you, Eric, what do you think? What would be some of your advice for somebody just getting, like, what? Did, I'm, I'm going to ask Eric first, the super rookie, and then I'm going to ask Bitmeister, the OG. Eric, what do you think, what would you tell someone like if they were on the outside looking in before they even came into uh, cryptocurrency, like what would be like one, two, or three things you would tell them, you know, outside of the integrity piece um, when they coming in the game? The first thing I would say is um, check your nigga mentality at the door. Like like Whoa. like we were saying, this is not a hustle. This is something that you're going to have to really wrap your mind around. Um, don't, don't come in thinking that this is some sort of Ponzi scheme. Don't, don't let anybody tell you that it's a Ponzi scheme. Do your own research. So number one, check your mentality. Number two, do your own research. Don't believe what I'm telling you because everything I'm going to tell you, use the Google search away. Every single thing I've gotten. <laughs> if, if YouTube was offering degrees, I feel like I would have got my undergrad in conspiracy I would have gotten my graduate in uh, in self-development, and right now I'm working on my doctorate in cryptocurrency, strictly off YouTube University. No. So all no. the research is out here. It's all out here. And then number three, understand that this is something that is a community. You're not just doing this as something to do. This is an extension of who you are. This isn't something that you just come into just because you want to do something you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like there are so many different coins that have so many different purposes and there, the world is chock full of problems that no shortage of problems right here. in at the beginning of 2018 and all of these different problems are, have opportunities that, for us to solve them. And a lot of them are being uh, solved through cryptocurrency. So get into it. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that's real. This is the future. Even if Bitcoin disappears tomorrow, the technology is there, the ideas are there, and this is what we're this is the wave. So get into it. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Feeling good, Eric. Yeah, baby. Hey. 
<laughs> said that right there, yo. Check your damn mentality at the damn door. Appreciate that, big bro. Uh, Bitmeister, what you think, man? What would you tell the What would you tell the young G's? You know, what I'm saying, trying to come in this game. You know, with your experiences, you know, outside of something that you done said, what what three things can you leave the beginners, you know, and the overall community? You know, what's the Bitmeister's, you know, words of wisdom for somebody looking outside wanting to get in on the game? I would say the same answer I gave that fellow earlier. I would say invest a little bit initially and watch it for a while. Get used to the space. It's the most volatile space that you'll ever see. So you have to get used to the volatility. And due to the fact that it's a volatile space, I would not watch it day to day. I would watch it month over month and look at your returns month over month and judge it by that um, and, and not a day-to-day thing. And then I would also uh, <clears throat> I would not advise anybody right coming out the gate trading. I would say buy and hodl right out the gate and accumulate as many coins as you can while we're in the beginning of this S-curve phase of mass adoption. Accumulate, 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 look month over month, invest a little bit of money and watch it for a while at first before you dive in. Mm, that one look everybody's looking at me like where's the where's the bomb drop on that one? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Whew. I wish I would have talked to you a couple months ago, but it's all good. As the people say in the conscious community, the whole tempers, they'd be like, all in divine time. All in divine time. It's okay. Um, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, very, very happy. Um, I can say that I have experienced all of those things that he warned about, that he's warning you about, like getting up in the morning and the first thing you're looking at is block folio. You know what I'm saying? Looking at Blockfolio, Coinbase, and then trying to download, you know, trying to get into your Google Authenticator so you can look at Bittrex, you know, before you even go drink some water or go brush your teeth, you know? So I had already been down that. Guess what? You watching it ain't going to make it do nothing. It ain't going to make the red turn green, and it ain't going to make the green go up no faster, okay? If you want to do some magic on it, I do believe you can do that. Uh, you can de- definitely get on your Ken Wafu, you can get on your Jade Emperor, you can get on your Lakshmi work, you know, you can get on, um, you know, uh, valuing your own self. But uh, please take every word to heart. Like, tomorrow's going to be a good day for me. I'm going to try to see can I make it to 12 o'clock without looking at my block folio. But, see, I, I can't help it because, like, I got to turn in myself from being a wannabe a trader to be a hodler. So that's why I can't wait to get my session with um, my own session to meet my particular style of trading and holding that I want to do for, um, you know, for me that fits my personality. And that's why I say just like astrology, everybody got a fingerprint. I want to have my own style. And I, I really think the Bitmeister and his system is heaven sent, you know, from the creator that he can come down and, give you personalized strategy for for who you are and what you're doing. And he's saying, yo, if you let me see your portfolio, I'm going to be able to, that's like looking at your chart. You know what I mean? So um, I'm a little nervous about him looking at my stuff, but Hey, I get past it, <laughs> you know, and the, the truth going to make me free. I think I will go get rid of a couple of coins tonight, bit before you start running up on me. Um, you know, I, I, 
Nah, he ain't, nah, bro. Nah, I want you to. I want you to be proud of the little. You know, what I'm saying, of your man coming up in here. You know, off the gate. You know, like I really think that I'm holding on to this. Um, I'm holding on to this. What is this? This cis coin. I'm holding on to that out of emotions, and I think I'm holding on to this. Um, this syndicate out of emotions. You know, and I just ain't went and cut them yet. So I feel that they get ready to get cut tonight. Um, I haven't lost on them so far. I'm still in profit, but like they ain't really showing out. And so I do have a pimp mentality, pimp hoe mentality with these coins. I'm not emotional with them. And if you ain't making me no money, you're going to have to go rest and let somebody else put them shoes on because the block is always open. So I don't know whether that's healthy or not, but, you know, you're going to have to give me something that fits that particular style. I want them girls out there working for me. And bringing me this paper. So if that's unhealthy, uh, Doctor Doctor Bitmeister, <laughs> you're gonna have to you're gonna have to talk me down off the ledge tomorrow or whenever we get our session in. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Um, please let the family know one more time what website they can follow you, where you at on social media, you know, um, you know uh, how they make their checks out to you. Do you take cryptocurrency for payment? All of that, man. Talk to them. Talk to my folks for a second and let them know, you know, where you at. Get up on the soapbox for a second. Sure. I have a free course for those that need it. I will represent for my people and for those out there that need it. So uh, what I would suggest that you do is get those that you care about uh, into the cryptocurrency space, and I would get them to go to – to bitmeister.com, so T-H-E-B-I-T-M-E-I-S-T-E-R, to bitmeister.com, slash free, F-R-E-E. And that will register them and send them a link to the free course where they can learn the basics and get the foundation that they need in the cryptocurrency space to be able to make prudent and wise decisions and stuff like that and to be they can have a good footing in the space. So once again, the bitmeister.com, T-H-E-B-I-T, M-E-I-S-T-E-R dot com uh, slash F-R-E-E is where I would go. On social on social media, we're represented mainly on Facebook. I, and you can just do a search for it, The Bitmeister, and you should see our group on there. And I would suggest that you follow our page and join our Bitmeister group, right? And, uh, and in the group is where I usually make my videos. You kind of have to subscribe or go into that group to be able to get access to the videos, and uh and I and I and I look forward to uh being able to give you a little bit of knowledge that I get and uh and help guys my people make a return on investment like they've never made before. And so my whole thing is just make giving us all to come up, not just myself. You know, I want a nation of us or a whole army of us to make a come up so we can leverage one another going forward, you know. Uh mm. Ubuntu, Ubuntu type of thing, you know? Word up, word up. We don't know if he's on Instagram. We're going to try to talk him into it. Y'all going to have to message him on that about getting him on Instagram and Twitter. I ain't got nothing to do with that. That man know his platforms, so y'all going to have to holler at him. Uh, We did have one more person put their hand up right before we get off the air. Uh, Y'all please put your hands together. Call it from 214-914. Vicky knows Bitcoin. What's up, Vicky? How you doing? Where you calling from tonight? I'm really down. Thanks so much. How are you? 
your phone your phone is really cracking up really bad. Okay, let me see if I can get closer. I'm out in the field, so Okay, give us a mic check now. Can you hear us now? Okay, can you hear me? Oh, that's much better, much better. Ten four. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay. I would like to say first of all, I really thank you for um you know, definitely helping me early on when I got started and um Miss Latifa who referred me and got me in the group because Today I'm a lot more knowledgeable from these um, radio talks that you've been having because I've been definitely in tune. Uh, I'm an OG in age, but I'm a young G in this this cryptocurrency uh, stage. And so uh, I'm just thankful that uh, I am learning so much from these calls and being educated and um like Michael stated, you know, I'm one of those hodl people. You know, I buy and I hold because um, I, uh, through divorce, lost my um, retirement because I had to recoup myself. And so now this is what I'm looking toward to build a retirement and change my financial philosophy as well as my family and friends and those that are connected to me. Um, to help get some understanding as to why they need to be positioned. And one of the main things I would like to say is that you do have to do your own own homework. You cannot depend on the homework of others if you're going to be in this position and learn what technology is. Um, I've, I've always tried to stay up, you know, up to date with what's going on, you know, social media and all of that being the age that I am. And I'm thankful that I have because my understanding of technology and when I hear it explained, I'm able to grasp it and then put it into play. And so um, thank you again for the show. Thank you for Michael and all the other people, Bitmeister and everybody that's been on the show with all the information because it has really been helpful. And so I'm on my way up with everybody else, and hopefully one day I can sit in the seat that you guys are sitting in so I can help some more people change their financial philosophy. Mm-hmm. Bitmeister, what would you say? Say that again, Bitmeister. Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. And we're going to keep on bringing the resources. You know, that's my job. I'm the hunter myself, you know, like me and Bitmeister, we like to go out in the streets, bring that thing back, you know what I mean, and let y'all fry it up in the pan. So if we can bring the information back to the sisters who are the first teachers, whether they're the daughters, the mamas, or the grandmamas, or whatever G level they're at, um, it just makes us, like, it just makes me feel really good, you know, all up in my stomach and my chest, like Michael Phoenix, like he says, to... Uh, for you just to even be proud of us, you know, for to, for you to be proud of your sons that are out here, you know, um, wanting to change the whole mental landscape of what's going on. Because to me, 
the problem is pro- the problem with poverty is that poverty mindset, you know that that whole feeling of lack. And so uh, we're gonna keep on doing these shows every Wednesday at eight o'clock, Vicky, for you, for your yeah. family, and for everybody else that's listening. So, um, I, and I told you when I first met you, I was gonna get you straight because I was, you know, when you told me that story, how them folks was out there acting crazy, you know, what I'm saying acting without integrity. I was like, you know, yeah. we ain't gonna have that around here. So um, I'm very, very happy that that you on my team too. I love to see when you watching the live videos. Or you know, see your number pop up on the on the queue to listen, taking time out of your busy schedule. You know what I'm saying to come over here and rock with us, as crazy as we are. So I definitely appreciate hey. that, and I I bow and honor to you as well. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, and I'll continue listening. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Bit my bit my, This always happens. Somebody want to raise their hand at the end. Call it from the three two three eight one five. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Kenesha Forrest, Team Scorpio, Los Angeles, giving you a call. Want to say thank you, Coach Kair. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this call. I have listened to several different um, presentations on Bitcoin. Over the years, my son, I have three sons that are millennials, and one of my sons told me about Bitcoin about maybe a year and a half ago, and he purchased some and put it into um, this company in the U.K. or something, and he lost it. So he got discouraged, and earlier this year, April of this year, I bought some. Just, you know, I'm the, what do you call it, the holder, the hodler. I bought 10 Bitcoin, $10 Bitcoin, $10 Litecoin, $10 Ethereum. After doing some research, because I read, get Forbes and Fortune magazine every month, always looking at stuff. And so something told me, don't miss out on this wealth transfer. That word, that terminology kept coming up. Wealth transfer, wealth transfer. So I said that if I do anything for my sons, I have a total of five. If I do anything for them, it's to um, change the mindset of the next generation, to put a stop to what I learned and what I was taught about finances and money and the flip mentality and the hurry up, get in, get my money back and do something else, or the loom and all that other stuff. That's what I grew up, that kind of mentality. But this is something different, and I'm very grateful to be among like-minded people that can bring this information correctly, with integrity, and then actually know what they're talking about. So thank you, Coach Kyer. You know I'm rocking with you. And um, I want to say to Miss Vicky, I honor you for even being open to want to know about it. In her generation, I'm not that far behind. And if there's anything that I can do to assist, to encourage, I'll be your cheerleader. Whatever information I'll bring to the team, I'm just grateful to be a part of it and wanted to say thank you, Coach Kyer. Whoop, 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 whoop. Drop a bomb on them, baby. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Louis. Feeling 
good, Tanisha? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, I want to say, Bitmeister, didn't I tell you that my boy, that my audience was dope as hell? Didn't I tell you they was dope? You did. You're not lying. Very dope. Right. Very so, hey, I really appreciate it. Thanks to all the forward thinkers up in the squad. Thanks for everybody who made that move, jumping over into um, over into the Bitmeister. Um, don't forget the bit the bitmeister.com forward slash free. Like y'all was asking for free ninety nine, get on that. Google is your friend. Straighten your mentality out. Tons of jewels was posted up tonight. And even like I told the Bitmeister, one of the things that's gonna help you get your money right is meditation. Meditation. Please go over to coachescloset.com. Coachescloset.com. Uh, I think it was two years ago when I read um, Dot Com Secrets. So I was like, I ain't doing no business with you if you ain't read Dot Com Secrets. Now is I ain't doing no business with you if you ain't read Dot Com Secrets and you don't meditate because you don't have no excuse. Russell Brunson gave his gave his joint away for free and I gave mine away for free. So you talking about you don't meditate and you got your mind looking all crazy because meditation is going to help you deal with that volatility. And like for me, ever since I can say that I would have to blame, I would have to put my success on my meditation because I really don't feel like it's volatile, to, in my opinion. I'm not, I don't have that. My financial background is these streets. I don't sold anything that you could put in a bag. You know what I'm saying? So I seen real volatility because there's no cops chasing me right now. So that's volatility in my opinion. So um, I'm very comfortable in this scene. And I don't let things, you know, get to me. Um, and I cheer my coins on, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're they working for me. So, <laughs> you know, don't don't uh, don't look at that the wrong way. Because I believe HOE means heaven on earth. You know, I don't believe in no hoes as a negative term. To me, HOE is heaven on earth. So let's, let's go out here and let them do what they do. Um, Bitmeister, man, thank you so much, brother, for taking the time on the extended stay. I ain't gonna keep you no longer. Much love to you, the family. What's your, what's what's Cuzzy Cuz name over there in the uh, in the cut? World famous. Uh, Who's always making the comments on the videos, making sure that us little people understand the black nerd talk. I'm sorry you cut out there if you were talking to me. I just heard that. Who's always making the comments on the videos? That's all I heard. Yeah, who's that? What's the sister's name who makes the comments on your videos, but she don't show her face? But we, but but we all know my her. cousin Ashley. My cousin Ashley. Big, big shouts out to cousin Ashley. Big, big shouts out to cousin Ashley. Thank you for keeping them on point and asking those questions. That they mean a whole lot to folks like.